Blog Talk Radio.
Yo. Hello. Hello.
You're back with Gina's Groove Theory. It is now 6.13. I know you guys can hear me. Oh, that was on me right there. I called my guest. He's out there. I'm going to let him introduce himself as well. So I want you guys to just hold on. He's an awesome brother. He's an artist, a music artist of all different types of, uh, from production to tracking to rapping and singing. He's a funny guy, too, as well. So say hello. Oh, with Hello? What's going on with you? What's going on? What's going on, my man? What's happening? Welcome to Gina's Groove. Huh? What's going on? Welcome to Gina's Groove Theory. I really do thank you for uh, being here. Beautiful thing. Thank you. Appreciate you for having me. Tell the people a little bit about yourself. Well, you know, I go by the name of Tornado. You know what I'm saying? The king of the hill. Southern, Southern guy. You know what I'm saying? Father, two kids. I sing. I rap, I engineer, I produce, I write songs, I pretty much anything musical I can do it, you know, and just all, all around cool down to earth cat, man, you know. 
very funny too as well. Up in the ATL, near the ATL, right? Yeah, yeah I'm near the A. Okay. Uh, well, for Georgia. It's an awesome shout. You got your friends out there listening. I hope you let everybody know. Yeah. Okay. I do have a. I have someone. I have some people out there, so I don't know if they're going to be your friends or not. Or if you want me to call in your friends, <laughs> you're, I'm more than welcome to do that. You know, I got yeah, that. They got- what did you say? <laughs> yeah, they listen. Okay. Thank you guys out there. Much love for all the support and uh, your efforts are just, uh, above. Above average. Thank you very much. Um, so, tornado. Now, uh, give give mm-hmm. a. Let me just run this uh, show by. Actually, me and tornado were up pretty much what all, all night talking. I touched him. <laughs> I touched him last night. Uh, I could tell when he's going through a little something. So I touched him, and I was like, "You doing? Give me a call." And then we started talking. He was having a little, you know, like we all go through problems. You know, I always tell mine. And yeah. uh, we started talking. <laughs> we started talking, and then you know I was there as a listening ear. You know, because sometimes that's what we need. We don't need anybody to talk really, but to listen. So I listened. Yeah. And we came up with the show today. So I'm going to shoot them the title, the description, which it was approved by you as well, right? That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you're laughing at me, yeah? Well, how, how how you like the radio show so far? What do you think? Radio. Radio is straight. It's pretty cool. I like it. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful job. Yeah. It's the best job I've ever had. I'm pretty much, you know, street outreach, street outreach and being the whole homeless and the people out there on the streets is, is a really rewarding job for me, uh, more than I could ever say. But then when I got with the radio, I didn't want to do radio. You know, it was just good. it was put in, put in my lap, and my friend said, "Go ahead and do it." He got my, I got your back. And here I am today, so it's like, I, I didn't know I was going to blow up either. You know, I didn't know I was going to blow up big like I did. You know, I mean, I was, all my people out here, they, they have much love for me, and they support me, and they said so sound, many good things about me. You know? Sound like me with, with this music. Yeah, and you know what? You got to, <laughs> we got to, wait a minute, you didn't, you didn't drop me no, uh, uh, no uh, lyrics or no nothing today, so oh, I, oh. I absolutely forgot. But... <laughs> But you are going to give me something to put in my studio, right, so I can play it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, thank you very much. We're going to do a time check and a call letter uh, before I go into the details of tonight's show. I see you out there. I'm going to touch you in two and two. Uh, Not that I don't see you. uh, We have a call out there that wants to talk. might be one of your friends. So, um, actually, it's now 6.17 p.m., Broadcasting here out of Long Beach, California. This is your KXRW, your community internet radio station. And this is Gina's Groove Theory. I'd like to thank all of you guys for being here. This show actually is really dedicated to Tornado because he brought it up. I've never did this show before, so it's a first. I've been thinking about it, but he inspires me. So let's uh, let's run over it. Okay. Um, uh-huh. KX, uh, K, KX, are you all right? Is it, that's your, your baby? Nah. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. KXRW, Long Beach, California, your own community connection internet radio station presents Gina's Groove Theory. Today at 4 p.m., which really was 6 p.m., we had to take it up a couple hours, Friday, January 25th, 2013. Join me while I welcome guest Tornado, multi-talented 28-year-old father, a Georgia resident, 
Tornado, a music, like he said, a music artist, producer, songwriter, voice, voice coach, rapper, and singer. He would join me today to talk candidly about the behind behind the scenes of the men who pay child support and the vindictive women who deny them their right to be a parent. That's what that that's what tonight. That's right, right? I know a lot of brothers who's listening to this, they gonna feel exactly where I'm coming from. Right. Right. Uh a lot of of guys gonna feel it. Because you know, like, you know, you got some females that just don't wanna let go. Either they don't wanna let go of that person or they don't wanna let go of that wood. But they just don't wanna let go, so it just caused a problem constantly. Wow. Wow. Well, you go ahead and give the people a little bit of the background. I mean, you know, I've been talking to, I talk to a lot of guys, more so more guys than girls. I hear a lot of feedback about women being, you know, uh, we're, I even had a show where my mentor's cousin came out and said that women, we women have made men the way they are. And then I had a guest out there on the 28th show, uh, you know, a Caucasian guest who said that mm-hmm. he didn't know, he doesn't know why, you know, our black men, he said our black men, Hit it, hit it, and quit it is how he said it. You guys mm-hmm. get checked out now. You know, hit it and quit it. <laughs> I was like, are you serious? And you're like, he's like, hit it and quit it. I don't know why they hit it and quit it. I was like, wow, like that. Like, not all. Uh, I don't know anything about that hitting and quitting and all the extra. But it's, it's, it's vice versa. It's vice versa right now, right? I yeah. mean, hey, women are running, men are running. Everybody's trying to get away from responsibility. Get real. Yeah, Who yeah. really wants to take care of somebody? <laughs> you're laughing at me Really though So the feedback I'm getting And what you said to me You talked to me You were so pissed You were upset So I made the show explicit So you could If you slip And say something It's, it's kind of good It's all good And um, It was, was more so hot. You what? I was super hot and Super hot It's bliss That's why they call you Tornado Who gave you that name? Well actually is kind of a reoccurring name because like when I was smaller my mom used to call me a human tornado because I was always running through the house and getting everything knocking shit over just trying to see what everything was doing what it was and what it do and when I got older you know what I'm saying I used to freestyle all the time with me and my cousin and he was like I'm going to start calling you tornado I was like why the hell you going to call me that because he was like, you don't have no style, like no set style. You can rap slow, you can rap fast. And then I know you can sing, but you don't like the same. So, you know, it was just like, it just stuck, you know. Uh, it just stuck there. So, you know. Well, as hot as you were last night, you were hot as a tornado. I mean, well, I hear ten- I've never been in a tornado. So I've seen them. I know the wind, the weather chasers and so forth, but yeah, you were pretty high. hot. Category huh? F5. That's a category F5. Well, that's why I touched you. I mean, I was like, you know, I, I touch you when I see you. Well, I touch you all the time. I touch everybody out there, you know, let you let you know that I see you because I appreciate you touching me, right? So it's like, okay, so I touched you, and I touch you every now and then, and I can tell you were a little bit upset. And so uh, yeah. were you surprised that I touched you the call? No, not really because, you know, like when you was telling me about what was about the show and all, I was like, oh yeah, most definitely. I know, I know, I'm gonna, I got to, I got to deal with this people right here because this subject is not only 
coming from me and, and my experiences for what I've been through with my own kids, but, like, as far as every man in America that's trying to be there for their kids and they women or, or baby mama is using their child to hurt them. You see what I'm saying? And, like, you got a lot of females out there that's using their babies for paychecks. And 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 they take the child's put money and and go give it to the dude they talking to, and then the baby don't never see the shit. You know what I'm saying? And to me, I feel like it's unjust. Cause like when it, when I can put it like this, majority of the guys that are on child support and paying child support wanna be in their kids. Like you see what I'm saying? Right. Those are the main ones that the court is trying to send to jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you got guys that don't excuse my friends don't give a fuck about their kids or or the or the children that's walking around fatherless. These deadbeats just walk around carefree. Mm-hmm. They ain't worrying about going to jail or nothing like that. Then people say they they issuing warrants, they take your license and all that. These niggas don't give a damn about that shit. They still driving. <laughs> you no ears, like you know what I'm saying? No ears, like fuck it. You know what I'm saying? Whipping up and down the road. You know what I'm saying? Damn, but you got guys that's trying to abide by the law and do things the right way. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Even when I was younger, you know, I, I ain't gonna lie, I'm a thug, so I did thug stuff. You know what I'm saying? But when I started, when I had my son, my oldest son, I had to stop doing what I was doing and become a man and a father. You see what I'm saying? So, a lot of stuff that I used to do, I can't do no more because I got a little boy to look at. And I know my son, look, he watches everything I do. Like, <laughs> like it's crazy. Like, once I had him, I had him here at the house with me, and I'm in, I was in the studio. You know, he peeped in, and he walked off. So I played another beat. He came back in and peeped in, and he walked off. I thought, he, he like music. So mm-hmm. when he went back to his mom, she... That was she would call him to my, I don't know what you did, but he just keeps singing his song, and he know the words, and I'm like, of course he did. That's my boy. But mm-hmm. at the same time, though, she tried to use him to get to me because I don't want to be with her, and she always talking about why we couldn't be together and, 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 and all kind of crazy mess like that. And then, like, some females, like, they use their child to... They use they use their child in conjunction words like we and us and, and make it seem like you don't want to be with us, including the child in 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 your business with her. You see what I'm saying? Like, they, I know I know some female. Uh, I heard a female tell her son. Her son after he's like, "Mom, where my where my dad at?" And I knew the female and what type of female she was. And she told him, your daddy didn't want to have nothing to do with us. She didn't say he didn't want to have nothing to do with me. She mm-hmm. said, oh, so you know what I'm saying? And that child grew up, you know what I'm saying, to have hate in his heart. And now he like, what, 15? He like 15, 15 years old, walking around with his chest wall like, fuck my daddy. But see, that it all, it all go back to the mom. Either you're going to tell your child the truth, or you gonna tell them a lie to make you look good. Mm, that's right. So right. you know that's that same thing. What I told my I told my baby mama. I'm like, see, my son, he he he's four now. He'll be five in October, and he's starting to question. 
Like he was asking her, like, why my dad don't come down here and stay with me? Why why my dad don't do this? Why he why he don't do like when we at his house? Mm-hmm. And I can't tell him because only thing I know is what she tell me and when he called me. So you know, I don't think I know is I just pray she tell him the truth instead of saying your daddy don't want to do have nothing to do with us and shit like that, trying to make me seem like I don't want to have to do nothing with my child. When every time I get my child, he well fed, he go home a couple pounds heavier, he have clothes, nice shoes, I keep his hair cut, keep him neat, he look presentable everywhere he goes. So you know what I'm saying? It's not like I don't do for him. And then I pay child support. My son, four years old, getting two hundred and sixty-seven dollars a a month. What the fuck a four year old gonna do with that much money? And <laughs> you remember I told you, if well he wouldn't be spending it, but you know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, and that, go, that goes back, like I was saying, like, you must take that money and go to the club with it or go to the mall with it. Don't buy shit for the baby. Mm-hmm. But she go buy stilettos and, 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 and red bottoms and all kind of clothes. Streetwalker clothes. <laughs> but when you, see your, when you see the kid, the child look like their clothes came out of Salvation Army. And to me, that's 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 utterly disrespectful. Cause, I mean, you know, like when they when they look at us men, they already looking at us downgrading anyway. Like, okay, he on child support, so he ain't shit. That's that's all root up how they looking at us. So you know what I'm saying? For as 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 us men, when we get on child support, we have to completely change how we towards the system, how we act towards the system. How we talk to the people. I mean, like we have to really condition our recondition our way of thinking and acting just because of this law. You see what I'm saying? And now it's to the point like they don't even have to have proof that you're a deadbeat or no shit like that. It's just all right. I want child support. Write your name down. Who possible father? Write your name down. And bam, that's it. Trust me, that's how it happened to me. I know. <laughs> Wow. You know what I'm saying? That's how it happened to me. I didn't even know I had a son. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Kind of give him a little background because, uh, well, we've been, we've been on, me, me and Renate have been on the phone pretty much the whole morning. Yeah. And right. uh, he, he broke in it a, down. In a, it down. In a nutshell, okay, I was in Ohio doing music, you know, you know what I'm saying? No deal, you no, know, like I said, I, I didn't have a deal. I don't have a deal, so, you know, everything I do is on my own. But I was doing like matter what said on my own tour. So, um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm matter of fact, on my way to the studio, me and my uh, me and my brother Jesus and uh, and Tony. So we are uh, we going to the studio. My phone rang. So it's my mom. I'm like, what's up, mom? She said, uh, you got a baby on? On you got a baby on the way or something? Hey, hell no! And you know I'm talking to my mama. You know, I ain't, I ain't even just come out like that and just say it, but that's, it came out. You know, I'm like, hell no. What the, what the hell are you talking about? Mm-hmm. She's like, that, that, that ain't what this, this letter saying. I said, what letter? Mm. I got one of those big envelopes. Fellas so know what I'm talking about when they get that big white envelope. <laughs> saying, um, I'm being called to court for child support. I said, mom, you damn well. How I grew up, you know what I'm saying? My my pops was always on the road. 
Monday through Friday, sometimes Saturday, sometimes he didn't even come home. You know what I'm saying? But he was always on the road driving trucks. So it's not like I don't know my father, but I don't know him. You get what I'm saying? Because I know who he is, but I don't fully know him. Right. You see what I'm saying? Because right. he spent so many, like, so many days and weeks of my life that's gone. So it was just like my parents had joint custody. So just like I was telling my mom, you know how I grew up, you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to, I don't want my son to go through that. You know, I don't want my son to be playing playing sports and and daddy don't be there. Then he look around like, okay, so what's going on? Then when he when he finally makes something out of himself, he be looking at me crazy like, what the fuck you doing here? So you know, I'm like, mom, you know, I ain't I ain't I ain't like that. If I make my way, my mama raised me and my brother. If we made a child, we take care of. It. We take care of our own. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing my family's big on is is is, is taking care of family. So, you know, I got in. I find out who it was, of course. Somebody that I did and prayed that it was that it was not my child. But the thing about it was the female when she was pregnant, she came to my house and she was like, I'm pregnant, it's your baby. So, you know, I'm like, get the hell out of here because I know I wasn't the only guy that was messing with her and the dude that she was supposedly stopped messing with was just always looking at me sour in the studio, like, so I'm like, oh. you know, I didn't really pay no attention to it, but I'm saying to myself, I got my guard up, like, buddy, move wrong, I'm going to buzz his ass. <laughs> but he ain't never say nothing, he ain't never get get out of the way, get, get, out, get wrong or anything. So she had a baby, so when she had the baby, she came back and told me and my mama in our living room. She was like, it's not your son, the other guy took a blood test. It's his baby. So, bam. Really? Okay. For the next two years, I'm saying to myself, like, you know, everybody asking me, like, you ain't got no kid? No, I ain't got no kid. And you all, I'm 25, no kid. Oh, for real? Yeah. That's amazing. So, that, everybody looking at me like I'm an oddity because I don't have a child. But, they, yeah. So, when the, next, when the next two years come up, 2010, now... Is that's when the letter come, and I was in Ohio, so I come home December 28th. As soon as I get home, I go straight to the child support office. So I'm going to see what's going on. They swap my mouth and everything. So I was like, oh, so how we gonna, how you do it? So they said they had to get, get the child, too. So I got, I went and told his mother to bring him down here. So she brought him to me, and that first thing Monday morning, I took his little ass up there. They swallowed his mouth and came back. He was my son. So I immediately started handling my business and doing my father's duties. Now, this is what crazy. This is the crazy part. Now, in the state of Georgia, once they find out that that is your child and that female has already taken out child support, they put your ass on the papers then. Like, he asked me that I want to go to court. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I want to go to court. This bitch had court right there in, in the child support office. I'm thinking I'm going to go before a judge. No. <laughs> it ain't like that, partner. He had court right there. So, you know, dude, like, you the first guy to seen that's on child support with a smile. Mm. So I told him, like, well, you ain't you ain't never seen no guy like me, you know. Other guys weren't raised like I was raised. I'm saying, I told him I was just like that. I'm like, man, I got a son. You know what I'm saying? That's something every man wants, a son. 
yeah. a legacy he can leave behind. That's his that's his mark on earth. So, you know, mm-hmm. he's like, well, I respect that. So, you know, like I said, I start doing my fatherly duties, you know, get him whenever I can. I remind you, I didn't I do not have license. So mm. any any way that I could get go down there and get him or have him on this end, I did that. Now, I started paying the two sixty seven. That was my that was my child support fee. That's when everything started turning. She got this. I don't know. She got that that the exorcist demon in that bitch. I'm gonna head just start spinning around in three sixty. Man, yeah, for real. Like some of the feet, I, I, like some of you guys listen to this listen to this um to this interview. They're probably saying like, yep, they got that exorcist syndrome. Mm, for real, it just turns you a completely different person. Once they see that them child support people is on your ass, and you sending that money, oh, they gonna do everything they can to keep your ass locked down for the next eighteen years. And if they go to college, how many other years that they in college? You see what I'm saying? So you got, like I said, you got some people that's using kids as a paycheck, and then. Not to mention that she got three, my baby mama got three other kids. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know y'all probably saying like, damn, man. Yeah, I, I fucked up. But I love my son. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, yes. hey. I told you. Life, uh, life happened to everybody. Like I told you, there's no, there's no, there's no F up. You know, I'm, I'm bigger right now. There's no messing up. There's no overspending. There's no. See, my, my, my thing is this, you know, I my mother was a single parent, and uh, she raised me and my brother, and uh, my dad, uh, when I was born, actually, uh, mm-hmm. he came to the hospital, and mm-hmm. this is what my mom told me, but then my brother told me a different addition, but we'll get into that, that later. So dad came into the hospital to see me, and he looked at me and found out I was a girl, and he left. So, wow. I mean, and my brother's dad, uh, well, but, Oh, he's he's passed away a few years ago. Uh, he uh, went to back in the day. Now get this. Now, see, uh, now the different the thing about the license. See, in a in a in a person's uh, case who you know breaks the law, they don't really need their license. No, in, in yeah. their cases, yeah, they don't need their license. But a person who like my brother who's paying child support for kids who are are thirty years almost thirty years old to this day. That he's still paying for his two kids who are almost thirty years old, and that may be because, yeah, no, no, that's because he ran away free for many years. Oh see, yeah, it's that it's that rear the rears. See, I gotta yeah. say you're blessed, you're blessed that, that it was only two, because they they rip you. He's a truck driver, and being a truck driver, they if your license, anymore. yeah, your license is your life. Your, so in your that case, is your life. Yeah, I mean, when you're a truck driver, your license is your life. That's yeah. his, that's his career. So it's like, yeah, okay, so for a person like that or anybody that needs their license, like for me, I need a license to be a human service, uh, to be a uh-huh. PSP. I need to have a license to drive my client. So, you know, mm-hmm. for a person, to take, for them to take your license, the worst case is that I know being raised, you know, it, it doesn't necessarily have to take two, but it's really good to have two parents nowadays to help raise yeah. children, nurture the children. I, I promote that everybody try to get along. I mean, but it always seems to happen, even for me, because I'm a single mother, like my mother was, a two, boy and a girl. Their daddy, well, my daughter's daddy, he didn't, I, I told him to leave, and the other one, he, you know, I mean, he 
Brandon. So it's, it's well, like the, the caller said, hit it and quit it. No, no, hit it and quit it. But, but actually, <laughs> you know, they was gone, you know. And, uh, you know, I, yeah. I didn't care. I, I really didn't care. I just I just manned up. And, I, and, and then also, too, I'm a little selfish. You know, I, I wouldn't have wanted to share them anyway. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, so I'm like, Yo, you know, your bad luck. You, they lose, really. They, they don't get to meet two beautiful young people. So I mean, yeah. you take a hit with that. You can never, you can never pay too much. You can never give too much to a child unless you're spoiling the child, like I was. So you can never well, do I, too much I can, before you pay. I can't say that last. I, I spoil shit out my little boy. Well, out my boys. I spoil out both of them, man. I ain't gonna lie. But see, think about it though. What, what really, what really had me really mad at her. What's the fact that she's playing with my family? You see what I'm saying? Like, first she lied. Yeah. And then, come to find out that it was my child. And then, when I had to find out that he was mine, he was already two years old. So, all the things that make, that really make you proud to be a parent, I done missed it. First words, first steps, teeth growing in, all that. You know what I'm saying? That's what, that, to me, that's 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 like one of the one of the main things will make you proud to be a parent because you see the stages of your child growing from an infant to a toddler to an adolescent and on to a teenager and so forth. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I, yeah. You know, and I missed those two years of his life, so I feel like, to me personally, I feel like I have to make do that. exceedingly more because of that. You know what I'm saying? Not not to her like give do more. And give her more, like, man, really, she can get rocked. But this is my son, you see what I'm saying? Like, I can get I can get another female and have another child, but I can't have another tie. You see what I'm saying? And, like, my kids, other than my music, that's all I got. And I know that feeling. Now, now that she, she getting that money, like I said, man, that exorcist syndrome kicked in. Head spinning around, she talking all crazy, saying it and everything. Like last weekend, my son called me. He said, Dad, I want a haircut. I said, all right, cool. Tell him I want to bring you down here. You know Pop going to hook you up. He said, all right. So he didn't hang up the phone. He sat it down and started hollering, Mama, Mama, you going to take me down to my daddy's house to get my haircut? All I heard was, mm, phone hung up. I'm like, damn. It's really like that. So next time I try to call her, she had no minutes. So I'm like, okay. But she always hollering, I got to get my coffees. I got to do this. I got to do that. Now, when I was when I went to that child support place, they said, your money is, the money you send is for the well-being of the child, right? Yeah. So therefore meaning, if your child is, ride, is riding in that car, Man, I'm not going to y'all. If that, if that child is riding that car, therefore it means take some of that money, get that car fixed, mm-hmm. so that baby can, you can take that baby wherever he need to go, right or wrong. So why? Definitely. So, uh, so why yeah. in the hell is, is she always hollering about she need to get a car fixed? Well, I mean, well she, you said she did. She, she does, and, and don't leave out the fact, she did, um, she, you had to do a name change. See, he went yes, through. I had to change his name. I had to change his name. 
like she named that, baby that, after that, yeah, man, like I'm saying, like with the dude that that I said was looking at me crazy. Yeah. She actually named my son after this man. Wow, that's incredible. Like that serious, like. She I didn't get that. that. I didn't get that. That's yeah. just my first. So the she, guy that you were rap. She actually, huh? The the guy who was in that rap, you know, does music with you guys. Nah, well, like he he's his brother. His brother is friends with my cousin, with which a CEO of Insane Records, and that's who I started rapping with. You know what I'm saying? And like they met at a talent show in 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 Dublin, so he was like, um, yeah, I got a partner that got that, uh got a little studio. We gonna go far with him. So I was like, cool. So we get up there, and you know, like, got um, uh, we get talking woo woo. So I um, I asked, I was like, uh, you said your brother know some people, Swainbird. He was like, yeah, my brother used to talk to a girl for Swainbird. So you know, it just it just show you how small the world is, cause. I live like an hour away from Swainsboro, and where we drove is like 20 minutes from Swainsboro. So in between from where my baby mama is from and where I'm from, the studio sit dead in the middle in a city called Adrian. Mm-hmm. So we go over there, he was like, yeah, my brother used to talk to a girl from Swainsboro. So little did I know that he was still talking to her, but she told me that they don't talk no more. So I'm saying to myself, like, they don't talk no more. Why the hell is this guy looking at me crazy? You see what I'm saying? So even after, like, me and her stopped dealing with each other, she always used to call me and stuff. And and he still would just, you know, we go over there, drop a song. He didn't never say nothing, but I could see it in his eyes that, you know, like, he want to say something, but he ain't sure. So she told me on her own mouth, see, this another, this, this another thing, fellas, you got to watch. When you deal with a female like that, they will tell you so many lies that they'll forget what they tell you. See, I'm I'm, I'm the type of person, I'm like an elephant. Everybody tell you. Anybody that know me will tell you. He don't forget nothing. If he said it to me, I'm going to remember it just in case when you lie, I'm going to throw it in your face. Mm-hmm. Yes, hello. Call him on I'm, it. Got to call him I'm, on it. Yes, I'm that type of person. You lie I to me, I'm going to expose you, period. So when she told, she told me that he was looking, he was looking at, my son, like, you know how people, you know how, like, the old people observe him, like, let me see if this, my family, they look at your head and your hands and yes, your feet. Yes, yes. So, like, so he was looking at him hard, like, look at his feet. My toes were made like that. Then he was mm-hmm. like, his, then he was like, look how he walk. I don't walk like that. He bow-legged. Oh. He didn't look like nobody in her family, but he looked just like me. Except he light skinned. Okay. And he told her he looked like that nigga from Sandville. And dude know who I am because we, we done did the same show together. You see what I'm saying? So he know who I am, but he never came to me about it. But the bad part about the situation is she had audacity to make my son after this man because she had him fooled. You see what I'm saying? Right. Well, well okay. Wait, wait. Stop on that point. You, she had mm-hmm. him fooled? She had him yeah, fooled? She, she had him fooled. But see, she was steady calling and telling me, I'm pregnant, it's your baby, and all this shit. And I'm like, how you going to tell me that when I know you still fucking this man? Excuse my French. Oh, oh that's a slip. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
know what I'm saying? So I'm like, how you gonna how you gonna sit there and you can't it ain't no amount of liquor, no amount of reefer, or any other drug that you can inject me with to make me believe that lie that you're not messing with this man. Right. Cause yeah, if you wasn't, he wouldn't be looking at me crazy. You see what I'm saying? It's it's a vibe. And then, yeah. and then if you if you were so sure that it was my child, you wouldn't name him after that man. You see what I'm saying? Well, I must say that in, that does happen. There is, a, I know personally that it, it can yeah. happen, and but, and that the person just takes over the role of the, you know, and becomes the father. But and she submits, so you know, they're theirs. But that's that's because you know they have an agreement or you know an adoption. You know they want to adopt the child there in the child's life. Uh, you know my 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 relationship with my children were. Little uh, was with uh, my first love, and uh, he wasn't their dad, but he was with them when my kids were one and two, until they were you know older. I mean, he he treated he treat he treated them like they we were his own kids. But then also too on the flip side, when you say that she says to you she wants to you know like why don't you guys be a family and all that? See, I stayed with him when he was cheating on me. he started cheating on me. Well, I caught him in the first week. And he yeah. caught him, yeah. And the girl did. You know what? It, it must be really something going on with this. Pre- I guess it's been going on since probably way back when Jesus was walking. But all these girls, you know, being pregnant or and making up, you know, that they're pregnant. And you know, I just had a friend who had this experience. Uh, the girl told him she didn't want to show him anything, but she was pregnant and she wanted him to be only for her. But you know, and help him because he has a good job. You know, and I'm not gonna say. I'm gonna be honest. I know a lot. Of, a lot of my women friends, family women, members, are all pretty. We're, we're decent women. Uh, I can't really say that I know any. Uh, what do you call them? Uh, ratchets. You know, not uh, not offhand. Not offhand. <laughs> no, I, I don't think I know. I can't say I know no ratchets. You know, not offhand. You know, might I might see some or something. I don't know. But the case is, we're we're decent women. And and we we're upstanding, upholding like like yourself. And I find it really really great that you being a young man because you're young, and and how you speak. See, you can tell by the raising your raising your upbringing that you have it inside to be, you know, a dad. You have respect, and you know that your your boys and your girls, if you ever have any, are going to be looking up to you. And that's yeah. what all all parents should be. But, you know, I had to call you on this last night, too. The deal is this. You, I asked you, when you saw, when you met her, when you met her, now, mm-hmm. and, and I got to say, you got to tell the guys, you got to tell the guys one thing about it, you got to tell the guys, pay attention to, you know, if you're dating a girl, she has children. You know, uh, wow. if you're not seeing the children, if you're not seeing her interacting with the children, if the children are always somewhere else. You know, I, my, my homegirl, Wontana, told me like this. She said, you know, men look at you and they judge you by the way you treat your kids. So if you're the kind of mom, because there's, some, you know, I mean, my BFF, exactly. my exactly. BFF worked, and the dad took care of her kids, and I, I didn't see nothing wrong with it. But she, you know, what I mean, she was there just like what you said. She paid her child support and paid the extra and did the extra and does the extra. Yeah. So, and that's on the flip side, you know. So, but a lot of people, a lot of men, from what from what she was saying, they look at you as you're not in your kid's life. It's a turn off for one. It's like you know how how you gonna, how you gonna be trying to be all up under me when you don't do you don't seem like you around your children, so that's that's a bad signal. That's a very bad signal. But also too, men can also be aware 
of how the, how that woman is living. I mean, if she is, you know what I'm saying, out at the club, you know, the baby got dirty socks on, the house is dirty, she don't cook, you know, she always got corn dogs in her freezer and shit. I mean, when you look up in there, everything is uh, warm, and, warm and rolled. Well, you know what? She got corn dogs in the freezer. Hello. She got corn Come on, you know the deal. Corn dogs. <laughs> don't make me laugh. Don't make me laugh. Oh, Michael, oh, microwavable cooking ass email. Anything that the baby, yeah, pop tarts, uh, pocket. Uh, we got we got somebody, we got somebody out there want to talk. It might be one of your friends. So let's go say hello. But you know, just ready made food. That's not really good for yeah. kids. Come on, let's yeah. say hello to who this is. Let's say hi. Hold on. Hello. Hi. What's up, tornado? This is Blair Braxton. What's going on with you, Blair? What's happening? What's going on, Blair? The rent. That's what's going on, the rent. <laughs> ain't it always going on? Ain't, ain't it going up? <laughs> it's going up? Yeah, it's, it's going on and it's going up, too. And um, I just calling in. I had seen you. Uh, you were trying to text me, and I, I don't know if something was wrong with your phone. Yes, of course. You know, I dropped it in the water. And um, I was getting pieces of, of your messages, so... Um, yeah. so Technical difficulty. Technical. But anyway, I said it well. Um, surprised me doing the show early, and that just threw me off. So, but anyway, I called support my artist, uh, Tornado, and uh, he's telling me he was going to be on the show. So, you know, I got to call well, in. Well, let me introduce who you are, because you know they people who you know might not know who you are. So let me go ahead and introduce you. This is my good friend from. All the way from Jack- Jacksonville, Florida, this is Blair Braxton. And of the new right. Impact Radio, Internet Radio Station. Soon coming yep. to you. You the impact, and we bringing that impact to change the world. Please believe Thank me. You. I am the king and I prove it. And you guys' relations, go ahead and let, let the audience know you guys' relations. Because you guys know oh, each other personally. Well. Blair is okay. Blair is a legend around my hood. Like, I grew up listening to him on the radio on 103.7. And what's crazy is, like, his godson is my little partner on the music side. So <laughs> I introduced, you know what I'm saying? I introduced my. Uh, my little partner to uh, my play, my uh, cousin Primetime Montana, through my cousin Primetime Montana, you know what I'm saying? Ancient alien that music. That's, that's how we do it. But um, I introduced to my cousin Prime, and we did a song called You Ain't My Buddy. Okay. Okay. After we did that, we did enough. My cousin Dollar had a song called Whatever You Want, which I'm singing the hook on and featured the SIO boys on. So... I'm down, I'm chilling on my other cousin Kurt house, and my phone rang, and I'm like, "Who the hell is that? No phone." What? And it was Brock. He was like, uh, <laughs> "This tornado." I was like, "Yeah, this is he. This the this the one saying that you can get whatever you want, son." I said, "Yeah." He just say, 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 say. I said, "You really want me to say?" He was like, "Yeah, nigga, sing the song." <laughs> so 
No, I start saying so you can get whatever you want. You like, hey, yeah, that's you, that's you, that's you. Man, you did the thing on that song, man. I love that song. Boy, boy you're awesome. And it just went from there. Yeah, Blair is right. You know what I'm saying? It's just one real nigga to another one. Just, that's how it happened. That's right. And, um, he is an he is Gina, um, this young man that you have on the phone with you yes, on your show is uh, very talented. Um, the listeners out there, he, if you're, you know, we know that everybody doesn't like hip-hop, but I do. And um, you have to support people from wherever you're from. Everybody needs a chance, and everybody in the industry doesn't give uh, young people a chance. And uh, this guy is really focused on his music, and I applaud him for that. And um, I know you're on Block Talk, but <laughs> Impact Radio is coming with a different type of uh, music and feel because we're dedicated to uh, playing independent artists. They don't get the opportunities major artists get. We we're gonna play major artists music but the main focus on independent artists. Gospel, R and B, jazz, um, rap, hip hop, everything, the whole nine yards. And uh we're looking to launch not just uh one station, we're looking to launch several uh stations in the uh coming years uh that will change internet radio uh forever yeah. because I know people get tired of hearing the same songs over and over and over and over. So uh, yeah. this guy, Tornado, friends of his, uh, the SIO boys, Set It Off boys, uh, Dank, um, what's his name, Dank Hodges, and I got a son who's in the music industry. His name is Drew Delson. And um, we all want to give all of them props and things, and it's just wonderful to uh, great to be on your show as always, because you do a lot for your community there in Long Beach, California, and we applaud you for that. Uh, we can't wait to launch uh, 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 Impact Radio so that uh, we can have you uh, on there as well doing your thing. And uh, one of the other focus of Impact Radio is to uh, feature a lot of female uh, talk show hosts, commentators, DJs, things of that nature. So... It's going to be a great 2013. I love your show, and I know the community there in Long Beach loves the show. And uh, if you haven't heard the show or you listen to the show, tell somebody else about the show. Check her out on Facebook, uh, Gina's Groove Theory. Go like her page. Click it on Friends of Tornado. Do that. This woman needs your support. And yes. Uh, yes. Support the we're trying to bring her into the forefront and make Gina's Groove Theory a household Old name. name. Know what I'm saying? So, Impact Radio will be worldwide, baby. You're going to hear us all over the globe. Yes, we will. I don't know if I've already got the plug, but um, we are worldwide. And we are coming and we are flexing. So, Gina, I love you. Can you do me a favor? What's your favorite? You know what I want you to do? Okay, last night. It was the first night uh, since January 1st, after my birthday, that I did a show. It's 24 days since I did a show. I, you know, I had to take a little hiatus. And I, I got my, my man here, Blair, is an amazing man. Uh, let me go on and get this up, too. He's a, he's an inspiration. He, he inspires. He encourages. 
he don't listen to me, but he t- he talk to you. But he you know he don't listen to to me. That's me. But the bottom line is that he's inspirational. Uh, he he takes his time to touch his friends. I hope you did touch your friends. Let everybody know that Turner is on air tonight, and he's welcome to come here anytime because it's really his show. Uh, I'm just I'm just Gina. I'm just part lady. I will be back. I will be back. Is great. He's a great guy. Uh, he has charisma like nobody else. Yeah, I mean, he kind of wakes me up every now and then when I'm feeling real down. So you're you're doing things for other people and you're fun, you're funding a lot. You know, I fund this radio station out of my own pocket, and uh, I don't ask for donations. And when I do advertising, I only do for the businesses that I deal with personally, and that's because it's all about community for me. It's all about the people out there who need the resources that they don't, you know, readily give to you. You know, I mean, the things you don't know, things that help, the grants that are out there for you, you know, depending on your situation. So when I got invited to do a co-host with my niece and nephew through marriage, not blood, um, they had, all their artists were independent. They had rap, I mean, and their, their people were real, young people. I mean, they had we had a fundraiser. The next week after I did the co-host, they wanted me to do the show. The next day, they said, you want your own show? And I said, well, no, not really. And my friend said, go ahead and do it. I said, I'll support you. And he got me investors and everything. So I said, okay, I'll do it. I brought softness to their show because they're more revolutionary. And then they play, you know, independent artists and, you know, everything independent. Uh, I only did, I only chose to do it like this because I had to take over the show because they started slacking. Once I came on to uh you know, on onto the radio station, they started not doing shows. It was like I had one day a week, which was Thursday at four. Everybody remember it was Thursday at four every week, and that started you know getting a little. It was their equipment, everything was theirs. I didn't even know how to log in, sign in, or I didn't know anything. So you know, I was talking to my my friend Brian, and I was saying, well, I need my I'm gonna need my own stuff because they're starting to slack, and I'm my my audience is growing large, right? They're like. We didn't have that many, you know, people on our team the whole year and a half. So I, I don't know if if it was just that, or you know, and plus grooving, I'm older. Baby. You're grooving. You're grooving. Well, they're twenty eight, twenty seven, like so, like like tomato. And so, well, I looked at it like this: my people out here support me, right? I mean, in this world today, it's not too many people that are going to do anything for you, and there's not anybody that really wants to carry the weight of anybody else. So I look at it like once you put your neck out for me and you go over there for me, there ain't nothing I can't do for you. It should never be a situation where one you know one person's carrying the weight of everybody, and that's what I do like about you, Blair. You, upon meeting me, and then you do take the time to read about me, and you give me so much props. You know, you blew me up. You know, you got me friends. You got me liked. You just he, I mean he's he's he promotes as well as he be. Is who he is. He's a promoter of his of his good friends. He spends time to tell me what I need to do, how I need to do it, and that's free of charge, you know. And and I don't have that really here in California. I have no one here to be to be Blair. So I got to call all the way to Florida, and now I got to call all the way to Georgia to get love. You know what I mean? But I appreciate you both. I appreciate you both. You guys, both of you, you know, supporting me and hanging out there with me and you know touching me. You know, my heart is with you guys, wherever you are. Um, I know the one thing about the girls being, you know, host, that's going to be a good thing. But you also tell the people they're going to be in different states. That's you know, I got your back. Oh, we got you. Yeah. 
Yes, I know. You just gotta, you just, you just gotta, you just gotta come on earlier. <laughs> it's, uh, well, okay, if, you need, if you need, if you need to get weak, just lean on me, and I, we're gonna, we're gonna hold you. Yeah, up. Cause... <laughs> okay. Wait. Well, what about today? Today I came on at six. Well, how good the California time? Six. Oh, that's oh, good. That, that, that was a good time. So, you know, yes, that, I wanted to make it. Well, well, oh, yeah, see, see, that's what threw me off because I'm getting these texts, uh, texts from you, and they were like partial texts. It's like, what in the world? It's like nine of them all yeah. back to back to back. It's like, what is going on? It's like, okay, Gmail's playing games. No, no. <laughs> and um, I was like, wait a minute. So I had called. I was talking with one of uh, Tornado's friends in Dayton, Ohio, uh, Black Will, who's an artist, uh, uh-huh. with, uh, I think it's uh, uh, Backstreet Swag Team. And um, we were talking, and he said, yeah, I've got to call the show. And um, actually, I need to call him right now and let him know that you all are on, <laughs> that his partner is on right now. Because I was thinking, oh, they're going to come on later tonight, and because it's Central Standard Time or, no, Pacific Time out in L.A. and uh, Long Beach. So, But I was wrong, and I want to apologize for that because I am a very, I've been very, very busy with the launch of uh, Impact Radio. Um, the website is under construction, impactradio.com, and we're just trying to get everything together. So I want to apologize to you, Gina. And I'm sorry that I didn't call at the beginning of the show because I didn't want to miss any portion of it because I know you two had been away. Sometimes you, know, you need to get away. And um, I've done right. over 100 and, what is it, 150 shows? 150 shows since I started on my own. Since I started on my, that's the shows I did with the right. kids. So that was like 150 shows, but well, just about 150 that's shows from great. July. Um, you know that July we are proud of you. <laughs> you got notches under your belt, sweetheart. You yeah, oh. I, I guess so. <laughs> you guys don't make me blush because I'm turning purple. Cut it out. Oh. But yeah, I like that. Though. I, I, I like that. You, I you working just as hard as I do when I go in the studio. Okay. But well, I've been working hard, Gina, because you know, uh, uh, you know, your brother got to pay child support. <laughs> what? You, oh, you too? Oh, you too? No, I'm just I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh. I'm kidding. He's I'm, I'm for kidding. real. Is, uh, we, we, we didn't want, I didn't want to get, uh, I wanted to say that, but I wanted to get back on the topic. You were talking about child support. This is the thing with uh, African-American women and men is this, and you can take it to the bank. When two people get together and make a child, one person didn't make the child by themselves. So I don't know what... Lawmaker came up with the idea that it is just the father's um, responsibility to take care of the child. It's a two. Now, we don't want to get into pointing fingers at who was the one that, well, how it happened and all that. Because, you know, like, well, we was using protection and da da da. You have some women that try to trap men. Because they think, well, they can try to control men with a baby, and that does not work. And just because you have a child by somebody doesn't mean you're supposed to marry them. And uh, also, there are men who want children, but they don't want to take care of them. And, oh, I'm a dad. I got so-and-so many kids, and da-da-da. And that don't make you a father. That's right. And uh, why should you put the government, women, if 
the man is willing to talk and discuss financial obligations with you to make some type of financial arrangement to take care of the child. It takes two people to do that. It should the burden shouldn't be on one individual. Uh, okay. The burden shouldn't be on, well, uh, the child should stay with me. Who, who made that idea? And if you come to some mutual agreement, keep the government out of it. Because when you put the government in it, they have laws. And you can say what you want to say. The laws are not in a black man's favor. You put all these uh, laws in effect and all these obligations where, well, if you don't pay child support, we're going to take a driver's license. Okay, well, you take the driver's license, how are you going to get to work to pay child support? That's right. Oh, if you don't pay child support and it gets behind, I'm going to lock you up, and you're going to jail and blase, whatever. Okay, well, how am I going to pay it? That's right. And so whatever it is to keep black men from being a free man and a man of statue and of substance, that's what the government will do. So women need to wake up and smell the coffee because when you do that and you put stipulations uh, in place where a man has to pay child support by by the government, I didn't say all men because some of them don't want to pay their deadbeats or whatever, but the ones who are willing to meet you halfway and talk to you, then you should not put stipulations on it because what the government is doing, uh, and you don't see it, is modern-day slavery where they're stopping you from voting Mm -hmm. if you go Mm -hmm. to jail. You cannot vote. You see what happened when Obama won the first election. They changed the stipulations in Florida and other states. Oh, you got to have ID. You got to have this. Uh, you got to have this to be able to vote. And blah, 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 blah. They're trying to keep you from voting because they never could fathom that a African American would be president. And everything, I, I want everything that um, <clears throat> goes on uh, now is a target. They're targeting, excuse me, African Americans every way you can possibly imagine. Prison is a modern-day slavery. It keeps you from a lot of different things. It, it takes your civil rights away. So say that to say this, women, if you can find any other way to come to some mutual agreement with your child's father, Maybe do that. Be. Do not put the government in your business because when you do, then it's over with. That person's life is pretty much destroyed. He's under a microscope, and he has a number. And as you know, being an African-American, you always see it on the news. There's always something going down with Mm -hmm. law enforcement involving African-Americans, and you're just giving them more fuel to the fire when you... uh, Go to the child support recovery office or whatever. Go talk to the, if you can find him, if he's willing to talk to you before you make any other move, and talk to the gentleman, your boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, baby daddy, child's Mm -hmm. father, and discuss the financial terms before you take the next step Mm -hmm. that will ruin him, whereas he won't have a driver's license Mm -hmm. and he won't be able to get a job. Or you know, with a criminal record, mm-hmm. and won't be be able to see his children grow up to be 
something great. Now and you know what? Now, you know I got a solution. You know I got a solution. Oh, uh, tornado was over there chewing or something. Yeah, I can hear. It. Hold on, let me. Tornado, tornado, yep. you there? I had yeah. to mute because in your background, when your background go, it like a, it's like feedback. So I just when I meet, I, I muted you for a minute. I don't know if you noticed. Because I don't yeah. know if you were chewing or smacking or something. You got going over you. But you eating something. You must be eating something good. But, no, I do have a solution. <laughs> nah. I do have a solution for this. And this is why I'm here. Uh, the solution is trying to get family, trying to get community together. But first, it does start in the home. Now, that was that was real. I understand you pleading to the women. And, and yes, women, I, I think I think we can put an end to it if we stop. You, you got to nip it in the bud from the, from the gate. For one, you know, uh-huh. we have to start taking some pride in ourselves. Uh, you know, uh, black people don't just sing and dance. And, you know, hip-hop is not just a it's not a culture. It's, it's, it's a style. It's its own entity. Uh, you have these uh, people out here, the people with money, these people who run in the country, who are uh, infiltrating our children with the idea that, you know, wearing uh, this and that, or you had your pants hanging in. You know, they're demoralizing our youth. Uh, I, that caller that called on the 28th, and he was talking about, you know, how, you know, it's okay for black people to have pride and all this, and he was saying multi multiculturalism, which I had never heard that before, but he made he made he did make that point. And I'm, I'm mm-hmm. saying, well, they're 16 and pregnant. Now, now see, on that show, there's not one child of color, so I, I had to let him know. See, those kind of shows like that, we don't want our children watching. I I I, I find I, like I told him. I said, that's a disgrace to your race right there. 16 and pregnant, you don't want your daughter to be 16 and get pregnant and have another baby and then move into a trailer park and all that extra on TV. That right Mm -hmm. there, the majority of all of my family and friends that I went to school with, nobody does that. Nobody does that. And and it makes sense. Not to be be pointing fingers at anybody, you know what I'm saying, nothing like that. But, like, um, I recently found out, like, on watching the interview that, uh, like Keith Keith's mom, she's like thirty two and a grandmother. What? Who? Yeah, Who? Keith Keith, the rapper, Mister I don't like. Oh, Miss Keith Keith. Okay. Keith Keith, his mom, his mom is like thirty two, and she's a grandmother. See, you know, and that's and that's sad because it's starting to become like an epidemic now. Like kids is having kids, and those kids is having kids, and they raising. Yeah. A child can't raise another child. You see what I'm saying? That's 13, right. 14 years old, and they giving birth. That's right. Like, and it, and, it, and it all go back because they don't have any home training. They don't have any understanding. They don't have any discipline. And mm-hmm. parents is not teaching them because they They're parents hurt. don't know. You uh, see what I'm either, saying? You know, nowadays, uh, let me interject first. Nowadays, it's, it's a lot because we have to, you got to have three people working in the household to feed it. To keep things, just to keep the lights on. So parents, and this is what I, I tell, I tell, you know, I tell my audience all the time. You know, I know we're busy. I know the economy is short. People broke. I'm broke over here right now. Can't can't even buy. Can't buy. I can't buy a glass of water. So the case is, everybody's doing bad. But you have to take when it comes to our children. You have to take that you make effort. Time. Okay, you make work time. seven. Yeah, you might work like just like what uh, Tornado said. You may work six days a week, but hey, you know you girl, you know you go get that hair done, you get that hair done, that uh, that nail appointment, or you know he goes yeah. to golf. That time, 
You can take an hour out of you, every month. Just, go to if, you can, if you can go to the club, if you can go to That's the club right. and shake and your ass three, four hours straight, then what's wrong with you going home and and, and, right. and sitting and spending time with your child right. for two hours until they go to sleep? That's right. An hour ain't, no a month. With, ain't no wrong with sitting there watch your child run around right. in the yard and play themselves to get tired, and then you go bathe and they go to sleep. Then you have fun, do whatever you want to do. Hello? Hello? And in the daytime, once a month, now I call for parents to do this, and this is now. Once a month, take one day out of the month to go to your kid's school. You should be in communication with the teachers. You should know them personally. Uh-huh. They should know you. You should uh-huh. know their friends. Uh, my children, yeah. which my son just got here, they <coughs> couldn't go hey. spend the night over people's house. And if if, if they w- if I were in the world that we are in now today, I'd have to do mm-hmm. a straight, I'd have to go in and do a white glove and, you know, want to see what the parents are doing, what kind of people <laughs> they are. Because you know what? I'm I'm here to tell you. Some parents, don't, yeah. you, like you said, don't have, I uh, that's this. because they were brought up like that. They have no respect. Yeah. And they'll smoke dope with your kids. So you, yeah. we. And I've parents. seen it. I've seen it. I have seen it. Yes, I have sir. seen it. I want to say this. <clears throat> Because I, I mean I I spoke up for the man and I know women like I know he did. Oh yeah. Okay, but okay, check this out. I want to say this. Do different things. And uh, my father always told me this. Children do not ask to come into the world. That's right. The choice and the decision that bring them into the world are the two people that get together mm-hmm. and uh, have sexual intercourse. Okay. Now, with that said, um, if you're not willing to take, um, these are for the men, this is for the men. If you're not willing to take full responsibility of being the man, the man is not a breadwinner, then don't make children, they did not ask to come here. And I'm a living witness, when you're not around your children, and you're around them, and then you're not around them for a period of time, it affects the way that they grow up, and it affects uh-huh. what they become because mm-hmm. they're looking for guidance, and you are supposed to be the one that put the hammer down and supposed to guide them in the right direction and make sure that when they stumble that they don't fall. Mm-hmm. And when they make mistakes, to correct them. When they have problems, help them solve them. That's what the man is for. Now, with that said, another thing is <clears throat> this. Um, parents need to stop and start it and start talking to their children about what's going on and what's going to happen when they get older so that they don't make the mistakes some of my uh, acquaintance, acquaintances or classmates. When I look back, of being a little bit younger than I am now, I had classmates that are grandparents, and I heard Tornado say this, grandparents at 35. Yeah. And uh, and, they, and they, think it's, they think that it's cool. It's like, oh, I'm proud of grandma. Yeah, it, it's becoming and, an and epidemic. It's, it, is, it is not okay. It is not cool because... The person that is a grandparent, you have not had a chance to live a life where you can go out and do things and be free. When you have children at an early age, it kind of put a wrinkle or a monkey wrench 
into everything. And I have to applaud women <clears throat> that are single that have children at an early age and still are over are able to overcome the obstacle and still be yeah. productive in life. That is, uh, I have to applaud them. My hat is off to them. And um, that means that there's a very strong woman to be able to do that because a lot of times the dude is there and then they had this saying that back in the day when we were little or growing up, they say you're cute, they say you're fine, but when you get that baby, they say it ain't mine, nine months of pleasure. Uh, nine, excuse me, three days, three nights of pleasure, nine months of pain, three days in a hospital and a baby's name. And, and that's pretty much all sums it up. And a lot of men do not want to take That's responsibility. It. Oh, you want to tell a lie. Oh, you girl, you fine. So everything that the woman everything wants. Everything fine and daddy. And, everything um, and so you can get what you want. Then once you get what you want, and then she may, she may, it's easy for some people to fall in love. She may have never been with anyone, and she end up with you, and she's yeah. crazy about you, and she feel like, well, I want to, uh, maybe if I have a baby by him, maybe things will be okay. No, yeah. it's not okay. Because yeah. if he has already uh, discarded you like a, a, a dish rag, you need to leave him alone because uh, making a baby is not going to make it okay. Sure not. Because no, when you make that baby and, and, and he, he ends up doing something to make it discar you, then you got to look at that kid. The kid may look just like him. He's like, oh, I just hate him. Look who looks like his daddy. I, and that's, then another, mis- that's another topic. Then, then you'll mistreat that child. Yes, that's another topic. And, 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 and I've uh-huh. seen that. And uh, then you have to pay the consequences because God Almighty sees all, knows all. And um, <clears throat> that is my advice for today. And, and, and also, too, and in, the, in these days and times, uh, the, the kid might grow, grow to kill you. So, I mean, well, it's not really, you, you know what I mean. But in, in well, you know what is happening. You, know, in, you in got the parents killing the parents. You got the kids killing the parents. And so, I mean, you got a lot, of, it's a lot of dysfunctional this, this, this things going on. And it is, you know, I hate to say it's about the media. There's a lot of people, you know, I would get so tired of people saying, oh, the media, the TV, the movies. You know, I mean, uh, you can kind of curtail what your children watch. But then also some people say, I can't be wherever they are. Yes, you can. You can keep up with your child. You can, hey, cell phones, I see everybody got a cell phone. I mean, stay, I hate put a tracker on it. Hey, what was it? Uh, what was that, uh, the Chirp uh, uh, Boost Mobile uh, with the little ball? Put a tracker on mm-hmm. it. I know iPhone has to find my iPhone and see where your kids are going. You are resp- Look, it's your duty to know where your kids are until they're an adult. It's your duty. I mean, now what? What other those children that get that timeout stuff? I, I don't know. Because you know the timeout. I, I don't think I don't know about that timeout. What happened? What, yeah. what happened to well, what happened to Ash Whooping? I was just gonna say I grew up the old uh-huh. school way. They, my my mom my mom and them kick ass. <laughs> <laughs> For real, you do wrong, you I get did. that ass to whoop. That that's that point blank period. See, me on the other hand, I I inherited, I inherited what what we Tanners call the look. You know what I'm saying? It was passed yeah. down from my granddaddy Ernest Tanner to my mama to me. You know what I'm saying? And all I gotta do is just look at my boy and be like, boy, sit on down. Just look, I just look at him and he turn around and look and he sit down. Sit down. I don't see I don't see his mama. And that's what I would tell his mom, but she, she don't want to listen. I would tell his mom, you have to talk to your child like he's your child. You are not his friend. You are his parent. You are not his friend. You are not his equal. Ain't no, ain't, ain't no way in the hell my child going to tell me 
uh uh-uh, uh, I ain't finna do that. What? But also too, you I mean, how do you how can you tell? See, we there are people my age, you guys know I'm forty four, right? So I just turned forty four. Are there women my why age? Would you tell, who, why would you tell your age? Oh, because I'm come on now. Why would I not? People see me on uh, Facebook. I, I have nothing yeah. hot. But you know, <laughs> I'm I'm hot regardless, okay? No, no, no I was just kidding. Hey. Like, you're hey, off I heard that. Yeah, I'm out anyway. But um, there are women who are immature. There are men who are older than that who are immature. See, yeah, yeah, if yeah. Your, your mind is like, I mean, and that could be, you know, ADH or it could be something like that. Or it just, you never, they never had a childhood like uh, Michael Jackson. You know, he never had a childhood, so he had a lot of childish things. Yes, but in these women, mm-hmm. you know, who get in these relationships and, and, and not a lot of women do it, and, and these men too. I've been getting a lot of feedback. You got men who lying to, to to get some. Then you got the women who's lying saying they're pregnant. Oh, my friend just went through the line about the pregnancy. She didn't want to show him that. Oh yeah, but, I've know, been through that too. Maury, and then Maury Povich, that whole. I mean, I mean, my goodness. Does he have any other show? I mean, every time I breeze by it or see it, it's a whose baby is it? Is, is it Joe baby? Is it who baby? Ten ten guys. All and the results that. are in. What is up? I brought that question out. You don't hear anybody saying much about AIDS or anything these days ever since Magic Johnson said, you know, every, every since they think that he's cured, which he's not, that you don't hear him talking about it. But you got a girl who's sitting on, you got four girls sitting on Maury Povich's show. You got 40 boys in the back who out there who got tested. Come on, you guys. You know what? You're playing with your lives, for one. I think what we can yeah. do is, you know, talk to our kids definitely about sex, clear up all those myths, because, you know, I got two beautiful uh Young, well, they're young adults, twenty four, twenty five, and they're they're great kids. Just to hear them talk, you know, my my son came out and represented, and said what what you should do, where you should go on the first date, don't go to no parks, don't go to no dark. You know, you got to have some type of morals, respect, and if you're not brought up with that, then the child will lack. But as a community effort, you know, if things were like it was back in the day, you know, remember the neighbor could whoop you if you was over yeah, there doing. Yeah, I, I call I call I call a couple of them. Yeah, but you can't do that. that. But see, you can't do that. That dose you know, of dough on me. That dose of dough on me. Yeah, but see, everything you can't do that. Everything is against the law. Everything is against And then, you, you know, like, it's just like like my grandma, I used to always hear my grandma was saying when we were young, they took God out of school and let the devil in. That's right. Took prayer out of school. And then, and then oh, yeah. she, always, she always used to say, it's going to be a time where you ain't going to be able to touch your child. And, and and that time is now. Her words hit they mall. I know I know I know this I done seen this um this female and her son, right? She giving it she giving him hell cause the little boy bad as hell. I ain't gonna lie. I want to punch him in the damn chest. I ain't gonna lie. He he bad he bad as hell. But see he disrespectful. That's the reason why I want to punch his little ass. Curse him. See I'm I'm for real cause see man like I was brought up on just I was brought up on respect. One thing about it, you gonna respect your mama and your daddy. I don't give a damn what they do to you. Mm-hmm. Your mama and your dad, you gonna respect them anyway. And anybody that's older than you and is grown, you got to respect them folks. Period. Because mm-hmm. sooner or later, you might grow up and need need something or some advice from that same very person that you didn't that you didn't respect growing up. But see, like like the way how I came up, me being hanging around my dad all the time. You know what I'm saying? And being around, like, guys my age, I used to hang with their uncles and granddaddies. So yeah. I got a lot of knowledge early. 
you know what I'm saying? Which why I thank God why I never been in prison. You know, I, I count that as a blessing every day I wake up in the morning. I think, you know what I'm saying? I thank God that I ha- I don't I don't have any felonies. You know, that's that's truly a blessing because you know, like as as today and age, like that's a, that's a statistic. Like for for a young black man to have not been to prison or to not have a felony, that's like one out of a hundred. Or not be killed on the streets, dude. Don't leave that. Oh uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, like they really, look, they really look at us not to make it to 18 to 21, which is really it's sad. Cause like, okay, if you go, all right, I know, I know how it is. Just like in the LBC, just by every cor- just by every street corner in Long Beach, it's a liquor store. Show it. No, every 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 there's two. Every block. Every every, every every block got a liquor store on it. And it's, and I, it's a living store on east on the east side of the street and a living store on the west side of the street. But you go, let's say you go to uh, uh Big Fino, you, you, go you go to the valley. You, oh, you, you go, go to, to the valley. <laughs> you go to the valley. You don't see that. You know what I'm saying? You drive a mile out of okay Long Beach. When you get to okay Long Beach is is I don't know why they did it. It's separated in different little cities. You know you got Long uh-huh. Beach yeah. and you got Big Fino's and you got Naples. Now in Long yeah. Beach, down here. Yeah. Hey, can you hear me? Can, hello, yeah. can you hear me? Oh, you got me. <laughs> okay, you there? I tune in. Okay, yeah. in Long Beach, in Long Beach, there's Long Beach, there's Bixby Nose, there's Naples. So Naples is where the rich people live. Bixby Nose, you know, rich. And in yeah. Long Beach, over here where we are. Yeah, can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. I can hear you. I think Black Will is on with us. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. Okay. Black Will, what's happening with your brother? Hey, what's happening? What's happening? Hey. I, Wait a minute! Who's up in this thing? Hey, who hey, is Jim, that? This this is my partner, my brother from another mother, from my second home from Georgia. They know Ohio, Black Wheel, Backstreet Productions, Swag Team. This is my partner. Every time I did a show, I would run to this man for a studio just for him to cut me a show CD just so I could perform at night. Like this, this is my partner right here. Like I go in for this man. Hello, Black That's what's up. Nice to meet you. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. You guys, you guys are gonna be smiling over here. You guys are um, great gentlemen too. I like the way you, you just. Well, you know That's what? My, my I think we need right to send up. all the the boys back to the south. Let the girls come up north. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to keep it real because the men. Look, I don't want to downplay men or women. But you know, California is a is a weird place and it's a weird people. And but I was raised by southern people. So yeah. you know, I don't you're right by you so you raised by southern people, that's what you said. Sweetport. Hey. Sweetport. <laughs> hey, excuse me, you raised by southern people. That's right, I was raised yeah, by hey, just to comment Sweetport, on that, I love the South. I just left uh Arkansas over the summer and I had a blast in Arkansas. Uh, um it was bad that I had to go down there on the, on bad terms for a funeral but I got to actually see some roots of of, of us black of us black folks and um yeah. down there they don't play. They don't <laughs> play. <laughs> Tornado, I know you got your head up down there because you in the south for real and I know they don't play down there. Oh yeah, yeah man. Where are you from <laughs> uh, Black Will? Where where are you from? Yeah. Are you from he, he the DYT? They know how yo shout it naturally. Oh, wow, you got there with the co- we got there with the money then. There's money out there. Man, and I'm, stuff like that. That. I'm residing in Dayton now. I think I pretty much told Tornado before where I was yeah. from, Toledo, Ohio. Toledo. Um, that that city right there is a trap. You know what I mean? And that's <laughs> why I reside in Dayton now. I will never say that I'm not from Toledo. 
but at this point, I reside in Dayton. Dayton has showed me more love than my whole town. Yeah. So, uh, well, you know, with you all due respect, I, I love Toledo. I go home and visit, but right now, the gang rate, it's, it's like Chicago up there. You're getting 22 murders a day, you know, and, it, and it's not counted for, so... You and know, my, man, and my, and my man got a, got a, got a uh, he got a young artist son that I'm gonna work with. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, tell him I ain't forgot about him. I'm coming back Black to the Will? DYC to do something with him. Yeah. Black Blackwell. Uh, for my yes, audience out there, since you kind of came on in, I don't know how you got in because I can't see you, but you're there. Um, can you go on, ahead and, and on, let's let's audience know? Huh? <laughs> 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 he on a conference call. Oh, okay. I've had him on a conference call. I like call. that. I like that. And if you guys want me to call somebody doing the show, just let me know. Uh, I want you to go ahead and let the audience know who you are, what you represent. You know, tell, tell them about you. Tell them okay. about uh, For everybody that's tuned in, my official name is Black Wheel Backstreet Edmonds. Um, I officially changed my name to a swag team because we, I have a lot of promoters that help promote me and get me in the places that I can't get in because I guess it's a look thing. Um, as far as where I'm from, as you just heard me say, I'm from Toledo, Ohio. I reside in Dayton, Ohio now. I've been in Dayton, Ohio for about 14 years now. Um, I love it here. I love all the people that come through Dayton. Um, I, I'm, I'm open to do any kind of work with anybody as long as it's worth it. And, you know, it, it doesn't mean that money has to come in, but if money, if it takes money to get it seen or heard, I'm about that. Um I'm always open to listen. My ears are always open to hear new artists, such as myself. Um, I have other artists that's down with me that I promote also. Um, as of right now, um, I'm in the process of getting a, a record deal. I'm actually talking to 50 Cent right now as we speak right now. he's Some things happen overnight to where it put a halt to everything for me to sign some papers, so I'm just going to hold it off to a better day, but it will be this coming month, coming month, around the 21st or the 22nd. I do know that for sure. Um, I have a magazine that supports me out in California, uh, Sacramento, California, um, by the name of Mafia Magazine. Um, The owner of that is, uh, I think his name is Gordon Gray, I believe. Uh, It's just a lot of positive things that we bring into the table, and for those that don't know what uh, Backstreet stands for, it stands for Becoming Successfully Polished. And that's an everyday idol. We carry that with us. If we can't be polished about what we do and what we talk about, then it's, it's pointless. You know, and I think, I believe Tornado, he know about, he's been in the studio with us. He's, oh, yeah. he's been around the, the type of crowd we hang around. It's a bunch of goons and a lot of that stuff, yeah. but a lot of them are polished. A lot of them are polished about their music. You yeah. know, and it's all that stuff. And when yeah, you come yeah, in, man. you do your, you get to handle your business, and you, it, and you can get outcome from it, you know. And um, I like to give a shout out to Tornado. I've been following him ever since he moved back home, you know. And I, we miss you here in Dayton. Don't don't believe don't don't believe all the hype. You know, I always had your back when whenever you know. And I to always told oh, yeah. you, if you need something, call at me. Let me know. If you don't let me know, then I won't know, you know. Yeah. And um and I and I also like to shout out Blair. Mm-hmm. I just met him as of today, and he seemed to be a pretty up to up to the earth guy. I mean, you know, he came straight on the table. He put on the table. He said, "This is what we got, and this is what we're gonna work with. Everything else is just just nonsense. We're gonna work from scratch, and we're gonna get it all the way together." And 
That's what that's what Bash Street is about. We love to, you know, start from the bottom and work up. I have no problem with, you know, working harder to get what I want, you know, and whoever I'm with, I'm you know, they if they're not polished then you are gonna notice that, you know. And um and I'm what 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 Gina wants to know is where do you stand on the issue of child support? No, I didn't. I didn't say. Now that comes that. I didn't say that. No, I didn't. I didn't say. I was really enjoying you guys talking about what you, you know, your interaction is beautiful. Just let me uh, give you all three uh, this love. You guys are very respectful, and you guys are very supportive of each other. I wish us women could be like that. You can't get three women on the same, you know, line like this, and nobody's fighting and cussing, and nobody IRB or anything like that. So you guys are uh, impressive. And you guys are very professional in how you deal with people. And I just love that stuff. I, I'm, I'm cool with you guys shooting. You can I mean, we already know about, you know, we, we can look at Maury on the rest of the child support issues and find out who is the dad, who ain't the dad. But you direct. It's like how you ask me. I'm going to give it to you direct because I'm actually going through, like right now, I'm going to be honest with you, um, I'm 33 years old and I still don't have any biological kids. It, but I've always been with a female that has kids or a kid, period. So I'm highly against any man that can go out here and have all these sensitive relationships and then when the baby come up, it ain't mine. Or I don't got no money. Or I don't have a job. So with that being all said, to to you make a long story short, I'm going to try to make it as short as I can. Um, My fiance that I'm with now, she has... This incident that I was just speaking on, with the child involved, the dad he played a yeah. uh, he, he faked his death. He has a a, a, a what you call a, a obituary and and all this. He faked his death to get out of his kid. And now that you know child support is all involved, and he keeps running. You know what I mean? Like he acts like he in the kid's life, but then. When the paperwork comes, he hides from it. So I'm totally against any man that's out there making these kids and not taking care of them because they are our future, whether people that know it or not. These kids are, are growing up now harder than they we do. Right. Nothing is and, free. And, 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 and I, I, I can vouch for that man speaking on that subject because I met that young man, you know what I'm saying? And he made a song to his dad. So when he said when he see his dad, he go let him hear that song, and I respect little homie for that. I, I respect little homie for that, and and he can rap, and he can rap. Yeah, I was there. Black Black Will and uh, Gina and Tornado. You know what I do not like okay. is this: a woman can have some children or a child by a guy. Uh-huh. And the guy never comes around, does nothing for the child, doesn't spend any Until time with the child, don't take the child anywhere. Now, as soon as she gets on her feet, finds a decent man that mm-hmm. cares about her, spends mm-hmm. time with the child, uh-huh. and becomes a father figure, all of a sudden, he comes all out of the woodwork talking about, oh, well, you know, I, I gave you some thought now, and I'm oh. ready to do the right thing. And you ain't been in, you, you haven't yeah. been in a child life in eight years or nine, ten years or whatever. Now all of a sudden or, you want to do right. Or then want to, or, or, or then want to come, come up and, and start some drama with the man that's been, been there since exactly. day one. Exactly. 
And then we got us all niggas. He ain't close to You tell you tell him that. You ask him that. And see what he tells you. Okay. He calls and say, I'm a faggot. He says, I'm this and I'm that because I'm doing something. He tries to promise my little boy, which stuff already got him, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3, done took him to the zoo, done took him out of town. I mean, I can just go on and on and on and on about stuff that me and my son do together. And I even give the man his credibility in that, give him the number to call, and he doesn't even have the decency to call and talk to him. He wants to call and argue with the mom. Oh, yeah. You know what? What's up? What's up? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right because I'm doing all right. All right. <laughs> tornado. 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 That, that's something huh? that you did touch with what he just said with the a point that Blair touched on and me and you touched on last night. Yeah. About, you know, but see, that, that kind of thing about the dad coming in and getting involved, that don't really too much happen down in California. That's a southern thing. I, I've watched <laughs> I, I've watched cheaters and I, see back there they just don't play about nothing. Uh, out here, you don't you don't really see. I, I have yet to see unless it's something. See, see people get uh, raising children mixed up with we're having sex and we can have yeah. sex. You know, and yeah, I want do. you to be my husband and with you. I tell you girls out here, if he love you, if he wants you, he'll let you know. A man, you can tell him. I want to let you know. Not to cut anybody off or nothing, but Ohio, I'm really, I'm looking for the next state to lead, to move to because the the more the longer I'm staying here, I'm realizing that they have nothing for the youth. They don't care about these kids that's on these high, you know, these really high medications that actually like, you know, they make them look dumb in school. Like they, you know, medicine is bad when a kid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he putting his yeah. hand to it, his finger to his head because I don't taught him how to role play. He's he's actually yeah. taking his hand when he gets in trouble because he's on this medicine. He he's taking his hand yeah. and he's putting it because he don't know what else to say because this medicine has got him doped up. Wait. They don't Let's, care. They rather just put your kid on this medicine and then let him suffer still with the problem. Yeah. It's, and let me tell you, and let me tell you, that's the same thing as what how they promote hip hop culture and all that extra. They promote that the kids now, all of them got ADHD. Everybody got, listen here. Yeah, everybody, everybody got ADHD uh, or, kids, or, or or manic depression. Yes, yeah. yeah. All, yeah that all, have, chi- all that child need is some oh, yeah. discipline oh, yeah. and love, and 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 you won't go through all them problems like that. When our grandmas and grandparents were coming up, it wasn't no sense there ain't no damn HD, HD. Either you were bad as hell okay. and got your well. ass tore up, or you was a good kid, period. <laughs> no, it was, it was, a, it was a, well, in some cases, it was a cord, honey. Uh, my kids will tell you, I didn't play no. with that lion. You know, the funniest thing is you I'm know, real honest yeah. and real open, because as, as, as they grew up, as they came into my life and they grew up, one thing I can't stand right. is to be lied to. So I will whoop them for lying. I said, like yeah. this, you can put it in all that with an extension cord and a little bit of wet and you can just in all that extra. And then on top of it, oh, my kids would get a whooping before they went to school. I had kids, you know, oh, like my niece, you know, she was being raised by her auntie, calling 911 and going to the school. Oh, wait a minute. They're, 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 let me tell you about there to do drugs when my kids were in fifth, fourth grade. They're there to do drugs, get the, pol- the police, the fire department all on the, you know, playground. And they lit. They they were they lit a joint, and let the kid and put it in the air. If you smell this in your mother's or father's home, you call nine one one. Now see, right. this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, you're right. 
yes, the government is running the kids, but when you whoop the kids' ass, then they won't put you in yeah. jail. But if your kid yeah. goes fuck up, shit, you got to pay the bill. Wait a minute. It's an oxymoron. I cannot be the parent and not whoop the ass, but I can be the parent and pay their bill. Right. Now they want to put you if in you, jail. Now they, now they want to tell you you're disciplining them too much. When That's all we got. That's all we got. When we act up, we got that whooping. It wasn't no question about lying. why you got it. wasn't no questions why you did it. You knew you was wrong. And that's yeah, why you, knew, that's, you knew you was wrong. You knew you was wrong when you did it. That's why and they, and that's why they got on you. Kids that don't want to own up to what they did. That's, that's right. exactly what we're living in now. We're living in the future now where these kids think it's okay to go out here and do talk back. You know, when we talk back, we got our lips slapped off our face. That's right. You know, you, you know, and that's, and, that's, that's, and, and a lot of it comes from us parents too. Because we're not parents. I think I, this is an I feel statement. A lot of us parents really do need to go to some parenting classes because the first thing yeah. that us parents want to do is whoop the kid. And whooping the child ain't always the right thing it to do. It ain't always the answer. That's right. That's right. right. You know, it's, sometimes you it's not always the answer. Sometimes you don't talk to him. He's going to he's going to commit the same crime, but it's going to be ten times as more powerful because he held this stuff down from you. You know, and these parents they need to pull up. I'm one of them, and I, and I, and that goes to myself too. Like I think for myself, like when my son go out here and do like right now, my son have been he done been kicked out of school twice. Now he's on an expulsion. How did he uh, on expulsion? He's on expulsion. Oh, that's tornado. Tornado. But huh? that ain't your baby. That ain't your baby, right? Your baby. Huh? <laughs> your son. No, be- no. Uh-oh. So I'm going to have to come oh, no. down there then. We're going to get the, we need to start something up for these kids like you. Yes, we something do. real. Something that's okay. better than the Boys and Girls Club. Something better than better the, than the YMCA. YMCA. Something you, better than the be uh, yeah. Boy and Girl Scout. Like, that's where like, I This is what I, um, I, was, I was telling the lady. See, I do on Thursdays. Now, just, um, a lot of people didn't know I do this. But on Thursdays, I, I work with kids at this after-school program. Now, mm. Not that this is a racial issue or anything, but all the kids are white. Now, you know what's crazy? <laughs> hey, ain't nothing wrong no, with that. You, now, now, you know, it don't matter what color you know, the individual you know what's crazy? is. You know what's crazy? What? What? Every yeah. one of those kids are you come You know what I'm saying? For instance. We can all stay together, but we can't talk together. What is that? Everybody can hear you guys. Okay. Yeah, no, everyone those kids okay. filled with love. The first day I went there, they all knew my name. Wow. They all knew my name. And first thing they do when they come in, they be like, you going to play with us? You going to do this? You going to do that? You going to do that? <laughs> Anytime you make learning fun for a child, yeah. they will do anything. That's right. right. They will do anything. And that's what that's what right. I was telling them. I said, look, I'm going to teach y'all how to flip. I'm going to teach y'all how to yeah. flip. So you know, I'm gonna teach them how to flip. I said, "Wait, how are we gonna do it?" So they got this little thing I call a tree, I call a log, and they teach them. They roll on and teach them how to do a backflip. So what I do is I let them race. I let them race doing the backflip. So the whole time they're having fun, but they're actually learning to do something right. they like to do. You see what I'm saying? Right. And that's and that's right. all it really takes with today's society with these kids. Right. All they gotta do is make it fun that's for them right. to learn something new. Once they figure out that it's fun to learn something new, you won't have to worry about it going out and getting right. all kind of trouble and, 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 and doing all kind of crazy stuff because they have other alternatives they can That's do with right. their time. 
You know what I'm saying? Instead right. of just going out looking for looking That's for right. something to do or something belong to or looking for love but the wrong That's kind right. of love like a lot of my homeboys right. did with gangs and and That's stuff right. like that. So, you know, it's it's sometimes kids just want something to belong to. And you know, yeah. like they might not right. have they might not be getting that motherly love at home or that fatherly figure that they need. So when they go like like they said like I said, when, when they go to a uh, uh MCA or a boys and girls club or whatever, they get that that love that they that they want it or they get that that void feel. They're doing things. They're, they're being, they get that void feel that they that oh. they was looking for. So feel a part it's, of it's a part of, they feel a part of something. Yeah. Right. That's right. And, so and you know, know what? See, Touching on that, and children, the children who don't feel apart, be if children who grow up not feeling apart, or I hate to have to say it, are the majority of children that most say a percentage of them kill all the kids at school because you say, well, he's isolated. Children, I mean, I was I was isolated, uh, you know, because I was different too, but I didn't have the criminal mind. But when a child is isolated and picked at and teased, and that's another thing too, you got to keep. I mean, we got to represent. That's why I say parents should be in the school, go to the kids' school at least once a month, see how the teachers are. You know, my, my son, he, he was going to Catholic school, and the and a kid was, had put a, he came home, he had, you know, white shirt with a Nike Nike print on the back of his back, you know. And I just, I, I had to go to the Catholic school and say, who kicked my baby in the back? See, somebody could be messing with your kid. Kids don't, they can't talk to you. They can't tell you that they got a bully at school that's taking their lunch. Or they can't tell you that somebody is, you know, that's why you should go and meet the teacher, meet this, the class, this classmate, mm-hmm. you know, get familiar with your child. Like what you said, uh-huh. give your kids some activities to do. I know you guys are working hard, hard out there because we got to take, it takes 10 paychecks to pay one bill. So that's, that's understandable, but it's going to cost you a hell of a lot more money when you lose your child yeah. to either violence, gangs, uh, uh, death, yeah. any of that. Absolutely. You're going to lose, you're going to lose everything. That's, that, that's price. Child is priceless. So now let's start uh, thinking about our children are priceless. Mm-hmm. There ain't nothing you can. It, it's nothing that neither one of us on this phone that, that somebody could give us in lieu of our children. Nothing. That's so right. That's the way Absolutely. you think. You have to think they depend on you. They depend. Without us, they won't know where to go, and they are our future. So we have to really get serious and turn off all those sixteen and pregnant. Yeah, y'all ought to be ashamed with that. It's not right. Sixteen and pregnant Man. living in the street park. Now you know what I was. And Honey Boo Boo, what's going on? Honey Boo Boo. And when we talk, yes, about, Lord. we talk about media, hey, who is Honey Boo Boo? Who is Honey, honey Boo Boo? Listen, do you oh, know that God. Honey Boo Boo? Do you know I, that that they is from Wilkinson County, which is like what? 45 minutes away from from where I live? Oh, you live close to Honey Boo Boo? Man, oh, y'all don't know. She wait is from Wilkinson County. Who is, who is Honey Boo Boo? The, 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 the little show with the little white girl. She about what? About eight, nine. Kind She's of like chubby. She ain't no older than ten years old. Little chubby. <laughs> little chubby little girl. <laughs> and the thing that we I, always I, need to keep promoting though for kids though is we definitely have to imprint their brains and let them know that yeah. this is something that it took me a long time to learn, which is patience, and it always blends in with patience. The way yeah. you think yeah. is the way you act. That's and right. if you can yeah. let that kid Whatever kid he is, black, white, orange, purple, don't matter. Don't no matter. You let that know. Hey, the way you thinking is the way you're going to act. So if you don't change the way you thinking, the outcome of the way you act is going to be negative. And that's yep. right. And your, and your children are. Uh, we're we're down to ten minutes. At this time, I do the show since you got well, Blair kind of knows. 
Okay, the last two minutes, I'm going to go ahead and take it out. You guys stay right where you are, but I'm going to play something, a, a cut to all three of y'all, just because of who you are. Wait, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Um, um, <clears throat> I'd like, um, like to make a request, please. Okay, yes, what, what would you like? What would you like, Mr. Blair? Um, i like to hear Tony Braxton, How Many Ways. You know, okay. that's my song. Okay, well, can I play that? Can I play that after the hour? We need after the hour. Let me speak yeah, to the we, manager. We're down, okay, look, we're we're down to ten minutes. <laughs> okay. I get, okay. We can cut it out. We want you guys over there. Okay, we're down to the last ten minutes of the second hour, but I get a la- I get a whole free extra hour, right? So okay. at the last hour we get to cut up, and I'll play Tony Braxton for you. But I gotta play you guys this. I'm gonna take it out. You guys stay right where you are. I want you to hear the song after the song, then I touch it back in. And we'll continue back with our conversation. I do appreciate all you guys. Hey, you guys. Gina's Groove Theory. I'm out here with my guys. <laughs> Blair, Black, and Grenado. We we kicking it all all the way from what, Long Beach, all the California, way all the way to Georgia, back around to Florida. And now we're in Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> we're everywhere, we're right? Everywhere. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, Gina. Theory, right? Yes. Uh, this, portion of the, this portion of the program is being brought to you by Trojan Condoms. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Hey, that's why I'm done with cheese. Brought to you by Trojan Commas and Rubbermaid. Sponsored by Magnum. (laughs) With a big curly man. Unless you got your pet. Yeah. That's why I would. I I, I mean, I'm going to always promote those. Because if you are having that unsafe sex, then you need to practice safe sex and strap up with those Trojans. <laughs> okay, so, okay, okay. Before before I take us out on the uh, you know before the hour, tell us what is the difference between uh, the condoms. I mean, what's really okay. going on? The ones you get from the, the health clinic are they not as good as the ones you go in the store? Well, the ones that? you get, no, they're not. Me personally, the yeah, ones you get from the health department, they are super small. You feel like <laughs> you 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 your oh, circulation get cut off. And no. me personally, I'm gonna have a talk with uh with with Walmart. Cause sixteen dollars for a pack of condoms is too much. I know you trying to save a life and everything, but God, Lee. <laughs> and the way y'all talking about women out here, look at the way y'all talking. And the way you guys talking about women out here, it don't seem like you want to save them lives. <laughs> y'all talking about y'all in the bathroom. The bottom, well, the bottom I mean, line is, you I mean, know, we I can't, mean, we can't, we can't deal with them foot draggers. No, no that's right. right. You heard of? They or call it uh, Magnum. Magnums are the best. They're the best. I mean, Trojans, I can dig them, but, I mean, who am I to talk when I've been with my fiancé for so long? I don't even know. I mean, I'm just keeping it 100. We still practice it, but it's time where it's not even in the view. But I'm going to let everybody know that it's safe to use condoms. Yeah, it is. Don't matter what they use. They use the condoms. Right now, they got stuff. I mean, did y'all just hear that there's really no cure for gonorrhea now? Yeah, I read that. Yes. Gonorrhea is becoming incurable. Yes. Say that again? Yes. Gonorrhea is becoming incurable, and there are like five, six unknown STDs up to date right now. And there's there's yeah. some that, that that condoms don't protect. There's wait, I just I went recently. I had to take a friend. So and I had to show about it. And it's like fifty fifty more abstinence. Yes, yeah. you know what? Promote that. <laughs> promote virginity. So can, can we get some virgins around here? Promote virginity and abstinence. I can't be absent, so you can't get none. 
Oh, you can just cut it out. You would you don't have to be married either. You have a baby. Keep it in there. Swine. You're a cut up player. You make me laugh. What the main focus is that we're making sure that our youth know that it's cool for them to use condoms and it's not it cool is, to make kids is. and not take care of them. And not take and care it, of them. It ain't cool to have herpes around your mouth and not tell or, that guy. Or, or, in, or in your genitalia. Oh, you know what? I want to call my friend, right? And speaking of that, she told me, oh, I'll tell y'all that. We're going to call her because I can't call her after the hour. So let's go ahead and call her because she uh, told me about a friend of hers who I know who uh, had some relations with one of her male friends. She had a uh, herpes around her mouth, and she didn't tell the guy, but she told the guy everything. She had Oh! She had sexual no. relations with her mouth. Yeah. She related with my... Oh, my God. You said... You guys, wait a minute. We're gonna call. Hey, I'm gonna let you guys talk to her. You hey, she had some relations. You said she had relations. Yeah, she had re- relations. Uh-huh. You need you need to yeah. uh, email me her name so I make sure when I'm on tour I don't run into her. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, you won't you won't run into I'm her. her. And I'm if you ran into I'm her, I'm not laughing. Tornado you're laughing with. <laughs> you're laughing with. Her. And if you ran into her, you run because you're scared. I mean, you know. Yeah, she is scared. <laughs> She wear more foundation than. Oh, uh, she is. <laughs> she, she's she's funny looking. I'm like, we're gonna keep it 100. You will run anyway because she looks kind of like a like she's dead. But you know they all that foundation. Oh no, no. Stop no, wearing no. that foundation. Yeah, but, you know, into the house, man, huh? Oh yeah, she looks real. And her wig. <laughs> I've been out here for like ten years. They probably hang her in front of the haunted house. I've been, I've been out here ten years. She's had on the same hair. <laughs> well, I hope she got herself together as far as the disease in the wrong no, area. No, no, because, no, 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 she don't. That's, that's why I'm going to call her. We're going to call her so she can tell you the story. They're around her, they're oh. on the sides of her I, I never noticed. I said, I never noticed. They're on the inside of her mouth. Me and the guys are getting ready to call you, girl. Uh, what is your number? They want to talk to you. I got the guys on. We want to talk. We're we talking about a little bit about that, about sex and children and, you know, diseases. So give, shoot me your number right quick. Kumar? Two two oh. Two two. No, no, that's not. No, I'm on the other phone. Two two what? Two two oh. Okay, wait a minute. Five six two. Two two oh. Right. Oh, wait a minute. I got a. Two two oh. Right. Eight. Eight two. Uh, hate when people don't know their own damn number. Now we're gonna call. We calling her right. Now. So I gotta try to find him. Let's try to get him. Yeah, I'm calling you. Don't you hear me? Hello. One of you guys called Blair. He dropped. Can you guys got a three-way? Hit him because when it gets to oh well, it's cool because you. I'm on the radio now. Hello, hi. We're calling for uh, uh, Felicia. Is Felicia there? Uh, oh yeah, she's here. Um, could you give me just one sec so I'm gonna get it, please? Okay. Yeah. Sure. Hello. Hi. Oh, who's, hello. who's calling? Hi. Hi. Yes, this is uh my name is Mary and I have Joseph and Luke and John. They're out here hanging out with me and we want to say hello to you. We want hello, to Joseph and John. We want to know a little bit about those uh about those doctors and those herpes that you were telling me about. Tell us the story. Tell us the story about that those Dodgers and, and the herpes episode. Cause we're telling you guys herpes. Yeah. <laughs> no, tell the people. They're talking to the kids about protection. Tell oh, okay. Tell about the herpes. What happened yesterday? Shoot it to him. What happened with the herpes? 
If, if you mess around, that's what happens with the herpes. You mess around and you get them. That's what happens with the herpes. That herpes are still on the rise and people have yes, them. Yes, right? they are. It, it, it's alive and kicking and very well, you guys, because there's a clinic for all of those that don't know that's in, that's in California or if you have transportation or any way to get out here in Long Beach, there's a clinic for, that's a free clinic that you can go and you can have a uh, test for um, HIV, hepatitis 1 and 2 and 3 and 4, 5 and 6 and whatever, 12, whatever. And uh, they do syphilis, um, gonorrhea, anything that you think that you may have or hey, just want to get it checked out to make sure you don't have it, they're giving it to you free. And with that comes a survey, which also comes a couple of dollars and a free meal. But anything to, get, to make sure that your health is good, that's a, that's a bonus. Well, I'm going to come over there and get tested because I like to eat. You, know, oh, you like to eat? What's you like? I like to eat. What? I'm greedy. You like to eat bread? He, like, he said he, he like to eat. Uh, I don't know. Okay, you ain't being fresh. We get fresh after the hour, but that's when we cut up and we say all kind of crazy stuff, right? Blair, no, you there? I like, she said a free meal. Yeah, I like to eat. You got I like that. to cook. Look what you want to eat. Oh, she can oh, cook. You know, I'm from she the south, cook. man. I'm from the south. She from back that way? She can cook. Hey, you know, I like, I like, I like pork chops, collard greens, corn, Oh, yeah, bread. neck bones? Uh, no, I don't deal with the neck bones. I do. Uh, good. Ribs. Shit, black eyed peas, rice. Anything you want to eat, baby, I can cook. Anything you want to eat, I can cook. I like to eat. That's all I'm telling you. I'm 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 skinny dude, but I'm three fifty on the inside. That's right. We've been having a great time. Actually, this is Blair. This is this is my good friend Blair. He's out of Jacksonville, Florida. I've got um hi. Who am I speaking with? My name is Felicia. Excuse me? My name is Felicia. Felicia, how you doing? My name is Tornado. You can call me that. Tornado? Tornado? I'm here waving like she can see me. Tornado. Tornado. Hi, uh, you in a party right now? <laughs> what? What did you say? What did you say? <laughs> yeah, okay, we, you guys going to clown. Okay, you, Okay. look, Blair, uh, Blair Black, yes. Blair Black yes. and Tornado. Make sure you guys' phones are charged up. And uh, Felicia. You, yes. How much battery life you got? Don't you bullshit me, girl. I'm finna play a song. I got battery life. I got battery life until twelve o'clock, and then uh, it might go dead. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean? Oh, it's gonna go dead, or it's gonna? Yeah, it's twelve o'clock. Oh well, you, you know, know why it's gonna do it? You know why it's gonna dead at twelve o'clock? <laughs> That's right. You know, and we're gonna be doing the same thing at twelve because mine's going up. Blair already know it might get dead. Bad luck with that phone. I don't know. Oh my god. Okay, you guys, oh. hang out here. I'm going to go ahead and play this cut for you guys because uh, you guys represent it. Uh, when you come over, Felicia, I'm going to let you hear the show. The guys really represent it. What, you want me to come over? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll roll some get shit once I'm out. Once we're out, we're going to do that last hour. We're going to have a little fun with the guys and you cut up. And then we might you going to roll? Out. You going to roll over here? Yeah, girl, uh, yeah I'm going to roll. But like that, we're going to come on down there. We're going to come and scoop you up, all right? And we're gonna okay, that's cool. Okay, so just hold on. Hang out where you guys are. I, I, I want to play this cut for the guys simply because they brought it. They they spoke to the kids as they're, they're great guys, man. I hope you're right. listening. I hope the parents are out there listening. I hope you really listen to what they said. They brought it. They don't have to do that. 
They want they want change. They want our communities better. They want to see young men like themselves. I want to see more yeah. young men like them as well. This child, this this cut right here, you guys, hang on. Make sure your phones are charged up. After this song, we go back into the career series. This song is for. This song is by a man, Ludacris. Mm-hmm. Ludacris made this song back in the day with uh, the now defamed Bishop Eddie Long. He liked it. Don't, don't shoot. Don't, don't be mad at the message. No, at the messenger. Now he's defamed, but it's a hell of a song. And I gotta say to Ludacris, he did it, and he's the same. He was the same age as Tornado at the time he did this. So you guys check this out. This is Ludacris with Bishop Eddie Long and Freedom Up Preach. Check it out on the groove there. It's now 8.02. I'm loving it. I'm feeling it. It's a beautiful night. My friends are out here, and I feel good. God bless. So keep it tight. Can the church say amen? Amen. We're going to do another offering right now. We're going to do another one in 15 minutes, and we're going to do one more right after that. Yes. Women, you're looking so very beautiful in here today. Some of you with the same thing on from the club last night. The Lord give up and the Lord take up away. Oh, Lord Jesus, I wish you take up away. Sister Mary's wig. Oh, you disrespecting the house of God with that thing. It don't even look real. Oh, it's testimony time. Oh, who is that? Young Chris Bridges. Boy, I'm glad you finally grew into the meal. Go on and testify. Lord, please forgive me for the mistakes I've made. And thanks for keeping my mama safe when she wrecked my Escalade. See, I could replace a Cadillac, but I can't replace my mama. I'm sorry for the hip-hop beats. We sorry for the drama. But you got to understand, us rappers ain't never had nothing. And one's loss is another's gain, so we got to grab something. Lord, got so many questions I need to answer to. And sorry for the things I put my baby's mama to. I feel that women are really the strongest human beings, but why do you make them so emotional? And other minor things, I guess it's your way of saying we got to love them and Gotta praise them, cause without them we be nothing Plus our kids, they gotta raise them while we Out and about and seeing what life has to offer But if you offer a new life, then what we need is better fathers Either I'm smarter cause of my daughter, or I'm just too dense I'm 28 years old, it just now started making sense And I've been searching so long I was lost in the clouds I'm trying to stay strong and make you proud It took me some time But now I see Now I see that he resides in me yeah. Lord, forgive me for any time a fan said I was being rude I'm only human, I'm not always in the best of moods But thanks for giving the gift of rap to write my feelings down And sorry for cursing sometimes, but feelings make me shout them out Forgive the people that want to blame everything on rap music If they didn't live it, they can't relate or even adapt to it Forgive those who don't think I'm great and want to see me go Forgive Oprah for editing most of my comments off a show Don't get me wrong, I know some people got an image to hold But those who criticize the youth might just be getting too old We still traveling through life, finding what's right or wrong 
I know some folks may not agree or even like this song But I'm just speaking my truth Cause I heard it set you free And my conversations with God Even though he speaks through me I'm smarter cause of my daughter And I'm not too dense I'm 28 years old It just now started making sense And I've been I've been searching so long I admit that I've been lost in the clouds I'm just trying to stay strong baby. You know I'm gonna make you proud I know life is full of contradictions I'm trying to become a better man Praying for redemption Each and every day Hallelujah That's the choir sings Came with some words of encouragement Mr. Eddie Long What you just heard is real life It's real life for you, it's real life for many It's about where you've been Yet at the same time you you find yourself In the midst of conflict and turmoil Yes, I'm talking to you In the midst of conflict and turmoil Because you realize, hey It's time to change right now And in the middle of that I want to say this The Bible says that when I was a child I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I fought as a child. Hey, but when I became a man, I put away those childish things. Did you not know that your environment has shaped you? Where you were born, in the projects, in the ghettos, in the upper downtown, wherever it was, the people around you, the things around you, caused you to do strange things because you were seeking to learn, but what you learned was on the streets and not in the book. God called you a prophet. When you open up your mouth, everything of God comes out, and it commands attention. It commands change. I'm talking about the power that's inside of you. And in the midst, when you're starting to understand that I caught the wrong message, and now it's time, I'm hearing from God. What amazing experience as you hear from God. It says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away. Somebody needs to hear that. And behold, everything becomes new. And when everything becomes new in you, it's time to stop the killing. I said it's time to stop the stealing. It's time to stop disrespecting our women. It's time for us to come home and raise our children. It's time for us to really mold our communities. It's time for us not to get hooked up in religion, but to get hooked up in relationships with God. And the amazing thing about it is wherever you find yourself right now, you can confess and you can tell God, I'm sorry. I had the wrong cue. I was doing the wrong thing. I was going after things that I thought were right, but it wasn't right. And now that I'm getting it right, I'm asking you to forgive me. And I may have done the things that they said I did, but I'm not who they say I am. I am who you made me to be. And I'm changing in that. And it takes a few moments, but every time I fall down, I'll get right back up. And every time I make a wrong turn, I'll get myself back in line because I recognize I have been called for such a time as this. You can't resist the change and you're not condemned by your yesterday if you can grab hold of your now and move in your destiny. Move. Change. 
something for the youth. Or we all see this is what I'm saying about the radio station. I talk. I, I mean, this this radio station is worldwide. It's, it's worldwide. It's internet, and and each community in each community they're the same like people, right? Like I tell people out here, you may live down the street from me. You pay two thousand. I may live on the on the other side of the street and I pay nine hundred. But if our ki- if our kids are of the same age, they they're gonna run into each other. They're gonna see each other. You, you understand what I mean? It doesn't matter about your status quo or how much you pay to live where you live. If you live on the same block I live on, that means our children are gonna go to school together. If they don't, if they have issue against each other, then that's things we need to you know come together with the community. What I did want to say about see what's different though. Now I think it was going on back then. Is there's a lot of sick adults out here now. So with the sick adults, you know what you know what I'm talking about. You know back yeah. in the day, you know adults didn't do. You know I mean teachers having sex with the kids, and you know they, I mean it's some sick twisted people. So you can't really trust people to, you know, talk to your kids or, or bind your kids because they got shit cracking. The deal is if we can do it as a as a community. Like when you get hey you everybody have a radio station like me and every state they in and we all work together. It can't uh, be done. It can't yeah. be done. I can, yes, it can be done. People say I'm idealistic, but it, hey, I, I'm willing to give it a try. Just like how you you guys willing to give it a try and how you guys are doing it, I'm willing to do that too. And I'm willing to do it at the price of my own self. And, you know, I, I, like my mentor tells me all the time, you know, you get your last dollar. What? That's just a part of me. It's what I do. Because, you know, I remember where I came from. Felicia brought me out here to Long Beach with, with my kids. And she introduced me into this life, and I haven't let it go yet. I'm still doing it because it's worth it. It's worth it. The people out there on the streets, the homeless people, that people, you know, it, when you see people on the streets, you think, oh, well, they're just begging. Because I used to think that, too. I had judgment. You know, I made judgment on them, not knowing that you could lose your job and that could happen to you. One thing about me since, since I was always young I've always been drawn to the have-not. I've always been drawn to those type of people. And the reason why is I don't know. It's like, it's just, the main, the normal people, most normal people will walk by a bum on, on, in a, on the street, you know what I'm saying, just, oh, uh, fuck it, he ain't got shit going for him anyway. He don't want nothing but some damn money. Yeah. But see, like, with me, I'm, I'm, coming, from, I'm coming from somebody who never had nothing. You know what I'm saying? And I don't been homeless before. It wasn't it wasn't like it was by choice, it was because I we didn't have no choice. You see what I'm saying? Our house burnt down. So when my house burnt down, that's when you start seeing like who really there for you. Like family turned their back, you know, friends some friends turned their back, so it was like I was bouncing from house to house. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Just so I could have somebody to sleep at. You know what yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like yeah. and, and I know I know what they feel like. That's that's yeah. that's that's the feeling that you can't get comfortable with. You know what I'm saying? You don't. Is that sometimes I didn't even go to sleep because I was wondering like how the hell I'm gonna get something to eat when I wake up. You know what I'm saying? Well, so yeah. you know what I'm saying? Being being without yeah. a roof over my head and and seeing like somebody else come from. You know what I'm saying? If I got it in my pocket, I'm a, I, I ain't I ain't gonna I ain't gonna hesitate to bless somebody. Because I remember one, one time when we went to a Braves game, I had like $7 in my pocket, and there was a bomb in the, uh, at the bottom part for the baseball players go to the truck. So we leaving out with the baseball players, and dude asked me, was anything left in the can? He was going to drink it. So when I, told, I went in my pocket, I was like, 
I got my last seven dollars. And I gave it to him, man, you ain't got to drink that. Go buy your soda and go get something to eat. And he was like, bless you, bless you, bless you. When I got home, I moved this brick out the doorstep, and it was $10 up under the brick. So I got my <laughs> money right. back. That's right. That's that guy. That's those God dollars. That, uh, have you have you seen you see my page? You know my page. That's my slogan. God dollars having bucks. You know it's it's about it's not about. I used to be a financially driven woman before I you know it happened right. Because I always had all my life is spoiled and so forth. I've changed from being financially you know all about the financial money thing to being spiritually to being spiritually prosperous. Being spiritually prosperous is much more beneficial. I, you know, uh-huh. when I went, I went back. I went back to Palos. Well, you know, my place is back in South South Bay, Torrance, Redondo Beach. I went back and I thought I hadn't been back since you know me and my family lost everything. I went back and I felt better as a, the person I am, not with all the money, not with all the you know the the falsities and you know what what I have and you know where I'm at, what kind of car. All of that is just that's just bullshit. It it it, it it's it's a it's a farce. You know, if you got it like that, then you don't have to. You don't have to represent it that way. If you got it that way, you don't have to tell everybody you got it that way. You can just have it that way, as opposed to. Uh, yeah, it was you. Uh, hang on, I'm gonna set you back in. It, it, you don't have to. You don't have to show your clout. You don't have to show who you are, because when you got a good heart, people can already see that. They can tell that. Just like with your children, if if you raise your children righteously, you you. We put foundation in them like how you hear these young men t- talking out here today. You know, if you put that in them, that that will carry on, and that will carry on to their cho- to their children and their ch- children's children. And as well, what we do have is a lot of parents who have an attitude. And I, and you know what somebody told me? The reason why we are having the problems we are having is because when the crack hit the streets, that's where everything kind of went bad. I don't know. What, what do you feel about that, Tornado? Do you think that when crack... I mean, all of this, uh, this socialization with our children, you think that came about, well, we know when they took prayer out of church, that was a blow-up. But I'm saying, yeah. you, know, you know, do you think that this dissociation between our children is because of, you know, uh, Communica- crack, I'm when crack hit the scene? Communication is the key. Yeah. Communication is the key, period. Communication is always going to be the key. Because if you don't talk to, if you don't talk to your kids like you love them and you care about them and worry about them, they're gonna continue to do any and everything because they're gonna feel like you don't. You know yeah. they're gonna always, they're gonna always feel like they got to, they got to go out, they got to go out and fish out of or they have to, they have to uh, join, join some Dang. some. Some kind of gang or or, or some some Click. some they want to feel a part of something. Or something, yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's that's mainly that's mainly like the main reason why kids join gangs because they got a void and they're trying to fill it. That's and right. majority of the time, that's that's the reason they want to be a part of something or or they've been they've what been poverty stricken so long or mm. or they poverty stricken so bad that the people they see with money are the drug dealers and the pimps and 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 the hustlers. So that's what they want. They, they it, 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 it depends. It, it's like when you're a child and that very thing that has you feel like you're vulnerable and weak, 
Yeah. It's the main thing that drives you to get the same thing what you see people having. Yeah. And usually it's always something negative. Yeah. Because yeah. It, it, that's how I always think. Like in a song, in a song I wrote called Hard Life. And it's like, it's a gospel song. And I said, why is it, why did, um, why the good road so thin and why is the evil road so wide? Mm. Mm. Um, why is the girl's road so why, why is the good why is the good road so thin That's and the good. evil road so wide? Because it's so easy to do something wrong. It's easy to get in trouble. It's easy to fuck your life up. Yeah. But it's hard to live right. It's hard to do the right thing. And why is it like that? Because when you try to do, been, when you always try to do the right thing, you're gonna always run into obstacles. So being that you're doing the right thing all the time, people might call you goody two shoes or all that. You know, yeah, those yeah, are yeah. those those are the people that are normally picked on on your everyday life just yeah. because they they stick up for themselves and they are not a follower. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Instead of going like everybody else said, well, shit, I'm gonna go do this because. This was heading right now. You know what I'm saying? And then yes. as soon as they go do that, they, that's the next person shot down in the street. Yes, yes. yes. You know what yes. I'm saying? Yes, that's why, that's, why I, that's why I always talk to my son. That's why I talk to my son. Even my even my newborn, he, he ain't but five months. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm for real. Like, he ain't but five months. And I, when, whenever I had my oldest son, I talked to them both like, look, y'all brothers. <laughs> y'all ain't got nobody else but each other. Each other. And me. You know what yep. I'm saying? I don't give a damn what your mama and them tell I don't give a fuck what your mama and them telling you. Okay. Just your brother. Okay. Just your brother. No half and all that. Ain't, ain't no half no half. You ain't never. I hate that fucking I hate word. That too. Half yeah. brother, half, half but they come You from, ain't never seen a half of nobody. I think that came from uh, 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 vindictive women who were probably the, yeah. the dump. The, the only, dump. The only and, the yeah. only time you don't seen a half of somebody they paraplegic. Oh no you. Oh no you did. That's the only time you, you won't see somebody that's, that's a half of somebody half, that got Or either back in the early days you were three. We were what three? We were three back in the day. We were considered one third of a human. So I mean that was back in the day. So I mean we've come a long way. So to to okay. go from one third to half now. No, yeah, yeah. half. You, you, know? you, ain't never seen, you ain't never seen a half of nobody. I hate that shit. If you got the same mama or the same daddy, that's your fucking sibling. Period. The same right. blood go through their vein, go through yours. Do your, you don't yeah, talk right. about who the, other, right. who the other parent was or no shit like that. Y'all have right. one same parent. Therefore, y'all are brothers or sisters. That's right. Period. You know that's what I'm right. saying? That's one, that's that's one right. thing I try to distill in my sons. I try to distill in, in my nieces and nephews. Like my my sister, you know what I'm saying? I love I love my god kids, my niece and nephew, my Hammer, my uh his his real name Malik, Nana, her name is Miaya, and uh and her bad and bad mom, that's her name is Naraya. And uh-huh. I I try to, I try to be a father figure to them because you know like okay, Nana dad, she go see her people sometimes from time to time, okay, and. Naraya, she gets to see her daddy from time to time, but he he do what he can 
but I feel he can do better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he yeah. do what he can, but, but he, I, I know he can do better because I know him. You see what I'm saying? But Malik's father, he never was there. Right. And he looked just like me. I'm to my, he looked more like me than my own son. That's right. Which is crazy. So when no, uh, no, it's, a, it's, it's the bloodline. It's the bloodline. I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah, yeah. But see, what people seeing, they think he's my son anyway. So I try to be that father figure too. I'm talking about he looked like me, he got a soft voice like me, he, he a picky eater like me, bow legged like me, everything. <laughs> he made like mine and all. Mm, and and uh, don't forget to add. Don't, don't I gotta add this one in because you probably wouldn't. Don't forget to add. Cute kids attract. Huh? Cute, cute kids attract. My brother used to when I had my daughter, he he, he would take her places so that women would be like, "Oh, that's a cute baby," and we'll see. Oh, uh, I know cute, some of y'all. Some of y'all be cute using. Cute kids attract women. <laughs> huh? What you say? What you say? Come cute on. Cute kids now. attract women. They I sure know do. that. But sure like, when, like, my baby boy, when he goes to one about, oh, like, I don't know what it is about my baby boy. When a female see him, the first thing they say is, he make me want to have a baby. Oh. I'm like, damn, for oh. real? Yeah, but he going to make you want to, what, pay for that baby? Like, see, you know? Yeah, no, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, I ain't got nothing to do with, with her and her cool cat. That's between her and him. Only thing I'm worrying about is the Tyrus Williams and Amara Brown. That's right, and you're doing that shit. You are doing, you are doing that, and you are positive about it. And uh, I, what, what else did you say? You said, you said something. You said so many things. Oh, the, the thing about the children learning. See, yeah. I gotta get, I gotta get props to my daughter and my son, Dominic and Cortez, Sweetie Face and Mister Fancy. They're two hell of a young people, and I gotta give them some dap and give them some, some, some praise on that. But as they were growing up and learning, I, I, I had to teach. See, I was a child that was above average. So I love to learn. And what you said, I, I've yet to hear a young person say that until you. Um, I taught my kids to learn. You have to love to learn. You have to. Yeah. And yeah. how you get that is when you start to discover. Discovery. We can, we can teach our children discovery. See, just teaching them discovery, and this just came to me, teaching them discovery is showing them this is where that is. Like my mom did with us. This is culture. When you take your kids, instead of letting them listen to, you know, just all uh, hip hop or pop or what, you let them listen. My kids, my kids never until my mother died. All my kids listened to were classical and contemporary jazz. They can tell you every jazz musician See, there is. But when, when I passed away, I, it, it was a blow up because I I had on a you know I had on the you know you know yeah. <laughs> you know hey, earthly. Well, no, I, I, no, 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 dropping it like it's hot, cause no, but, you know, I mean, worldly music, you know, I mean, I like, I like, I like jazz. I grew up with her. I had her first, right? So the deal yeah. is, she taught them culture. She, I yeah. mean, she took them places that, you know, and like, showed them. You my know? pops, my pops, like he was born in 1942, so I got like a young mom, but an old dad. So I got the when it came to the music, I had best of both worlds. You know what I'm saying? Like my mama grew up in the church, my daddy grew up in the church, but my daddy was a street nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm telling you, like my dad's street nigga. Like you look at my dad, you be like, he, that's your daddy. He look old, but one thing about this nigga, he will fuck you up. <laughs> oh I'm yeah. For real. 
Damn and right. That look, that look. My dad was, my dad was shoot some fast. Oh, my mom was like that too. And that, that look. Like, that look. Matter of fact, my dad like shot one of my classmates a couple years ago. Well, yeah, he shot my, my mom. Off his head. My mama shot at me and my brother's uh, fathers. That's why my brother said my dad left because she was yeah, always pulling out a gun. My dad used to always tell me like when I was growing up, I used to always listen, you know listen to Bad Boy, listen to Biggie, and you know mm-hmm. he. Puff Daddy was known for remixing old songs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was my first time hearing I was like, man, ain't nobody used to have that shit. I'm going to hear that shit, man. Puff Daddy mm-hmm. made it. But when I got mm-hmm. older, I started realizing, you know what I'm saying, as I was doing the music, that it yeah. was a sample. Then I started figuring out what samples was, and he was borrowing from old songs. Mm-hmm. Like, and then, like, we used to, um, when I used to go to the road with him, all he listened to was blues. You know what I'm saying? James Brown, Mother Waters, Otis Red, and BB King, Big Mama Thornton. You know what I'm saying? And that snorting, that snorting dude. What? What? I can't stand him. The guy snort, the guy that would make that snort nose. Oh my God! And everybody loved him. He had a big nose. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? Onto my Big Mama Thornton. Oh no! I was no, I was trying to see if you remember the guy who does that snorting. Uh, I know somehow. I can't think of his name though. You know, you know who Big Mama Thornton is. I don't know who Big Mama Thornton is, but I know who. Okay. Uh, who, uh, I'm uh, gonna give you a quick history lesson, like my dad gave me in the truck one day. Big okay. Mama Thornton is the original okay. writer and singer of Hound Dog. Elvis stole that song from her. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, how is Big Mama now? I think she dead. Oh, she did. <laughs> yeah, really? she she dead now. See, Elvis, she had a better place. Elvis, Elvis, you know the song Hound Dog Elvis did, right? You ain't nothing. Yes, but a hound dog. He yeah, stole yeah. That, he stole that from her, from a, a black woman. See, a mm. lot of Elvis songs came from the South, which was mostly ah. sung by us. Nigga. Yes. <laughs> well, he danced like a. You done said nigga, Philly. So like. I just been saying, he danced like a nigga. On it. You know what Oprah said about that that N word? What do you you know what Oprah said? They they gotta get rid of that N word. You, you heard the big old sens- sens- sensationalism society, on, on society, society has changed so much so much now because because of ebonics and oh my god word wordplay. So it depends on the usage now. You see what I'm saying? Like back when. Our grandma then was was coming up. Like if you say nigga, you you get slapped in the face. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, that's right. If you, you say darn, now, my brother said my brother said darn and got slapped at. at he was 21. He got slapped for saying darn. That's you no see, joke. Like now, like no now, joke. you can say you can say nigga, and it'd be all right. But now you say nigger, you got a motherfucking <laughs> problem. Okay, now that okay, let's address this since we're on this topic. Now I kind of, I kind of, I kind of, I don't side with the Caucasian people when they ask the question, but you know, uh, the A or the E R, you know, I don't, you know what I say, niggas coming all colors. So I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say a nigga is a black person. I say a nigga is a, a nigga is a nigga. A nigga is someone to break into their own, to break into their own house and steal their TV. That's a nigga. A nigga will, you know, uh, take money out your wallet. A nigga, a nigga will turn on you. A nigga, you know, that, yeah. that, anybody can be a nigga. The bottom line is, 
you know, the word, you know, when white people ask, you know, because they always say, like, well, why is it not right for us? To, and, and, yeah, I think, I think in that sense, you know, we do need to curtail how we represent ourselves around everybody. Because also, too, how how children are getting mixed up because they say, look, I saw a little boy the other day. He was outside cussing and said, fuck you, motherfucker. I said, you know what? You know I mean? He, and he didn't stop. He said, I'm a grown-up, right? He didn't stop. He said, fuck you, motherfucker. Fuck about that bitch. Like, uh, you know, like, uh, Lupe Fiasco song. It's on uh, Bitch Bad. Okay. Like, and he's talking, like, that's why, that's why I fuck with Lupe. Because he's a conscious rapper. You know what I'm saying? He's very, he's very conscious. And one thing about Lupe, he's very smart. And he broke it down to, like, how society talk and the lingo. You see what I'm saying? Mm. Like, he was saying, Bitch Bad, Woman Good. Okay, so he's saying, okay, so he's saying, like, okay, because he's saying a bitch bad, but, you know, you got women out there got them saying all my bad bitches. So, yeah. at the same time, you calling a female a bitch. But let somebody else call you a bitch. But let but you know let me call you a bitch. It's the only crack. Yeah. Like, I hear gr- girls call each other bitches like it ain't no thing. I have to yeah. tell, you know, when people, when females that I know say bitch, I'm like, look at you. I don't call me that. Because the bottom line is, yeah, you know, I'm it's... I'm a bad bitch. I'm a bad bitch. I'm a bad bitch. I think he used to say, if you're going to call me a bitch, put a miss in front of me. But if a nigga come up to you and be like, damn, bitch, you bad as hell. Oh, it's the end of the fucking world. Okay, somebody give me a good But you just called yourself a bitch five minutes ago. Uh, Yep, but that's the same thing that Caucasian people are saying. Why is it not okay for them to say nigga? I mean, some of them do be getting jumped on for saying nigga, not nigger. They be getting jumped on the same nigga. It's a double standard. Uh-huh. I think we should stop it. We should we should stop. And girls should stop calling themselves Cause, bitches. Because you, you know why? Because you know why? Why? Because the four hundred years of white you people constantly thrashing us. Well, yeah, I ain't gonna say four hundred. It's four hundred and, and a half of the That's white folks constantly hitting us with nigger, 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 nigger this, nigger that. Drink that nigga water. Use that nigga bathroom. Eat on the nigga side. Don't come in here. This ain't for niggas. White people only. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Nigga, sit your ass down. It ain't your turn to get on the boss. That's the nigga on the the water. Nigga, move move white folks up first. You know what I'm saying? I don't give a fuck if you all standing up at the bus first. So, you know, after all those years of just. People just said fucking up. Of the white people constantly saying nigga and. And, and the parents and the parents who grew up through it, like my dad, your dad, your grandma, my grandmama, that grew up through that time, they had that hatred built up in them. You know what I'm saying? Because they grew up through it and they couldn't do nothing about it. So now that the time has changed and and the people started to use their word, you know, go back to, like I said, back to older people who went through that, it infuriates them. Yeah, because they think that, you know what I'm saying, Making fun of it's, just, it's just going down, they don't know what the hell they're saying, it's just being dumb, you know what yeah. I'm saying, so, That's right. you know, they're like, they're kind of right, though, they're kind of right, though, yeah, so, right. So, so, you know, like, but, but as us, on the other hand, by us being at uh, a, a younger crowd, and being, more sociable than people was back then, 
So, you know, it's nothing for her to come up like, hey, what's up, nigga, shit? <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? As long as a white person don't say it, it's yeah, that, that's, that's not you see true. what I'm saying? Yeah, now, that's, that's not one, true. That's, that's one thing that's been distilled from the older heads passed on now to the younger people. You know what I'm saying? And me personally, I feel mm-hmm. like, okay, if white people can say nigga, I could say honky. Well, you know, well, you know that's well, you know, you, you know who made up the word hunky. So I mean, everybody. Okay, I think nowadays we all should start looking at, at each other as human beings who have feelings and emotions, and that deserve, I, huh? But one thing I have noticed though, that 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 they, they, they weren't saying, they weren't saying nigger. They saying nigger. Yeah, they talking to each other, and they listening to hip hop, and they talking, they 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 rapping, like you know, like but I mean, you know like, what? Yeah, like my partner, I got I got a white homeboy. You know what I'm saying? I only only consider the nigga white. I call him a nigger and everything. That's right. And, That's right. And he just he just <laughs> he just laughs. But see, the reason why I say that is because I grew up with this man. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's right. Oh, he know right. is black people. That's right. You see what I'm saying? They like folks folk be like, like I got a couple songs with him. Like, oh, uh, black. What do you tell you? I let him hear some music. Folk didn't even believe he was white. That's right. Because he you got soul. Because he, he sound, he, he sound like us. But like I was trying to tell him, I said, man, he ain't trying to be black. You know, that's that's just dull. That's all he know. Like the girl, the girl he go with now, yeah, he white. She white. You know what I'm saying? He got a white kid. But see, I know that I know that he'll fuck a black girl. <laughs> you just said that for the last time. You just yeah, said that I, for the. You just said I, that for the last time. But you know what, too, and just to speak on, just like Justin, uh, you know the singer Justin, uh, you know what I'm talking about, Justin, uh, I love him. Uh, no, not just not just to be, Justin Timberlake. Timberlake. Now, okay, let me tell it. Now, your your white homie, most yeah. likely. You know we all mixed up together, see. So I, I'm thinking when 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 people are, are white, they look white and they speak like that. That's because you know what they got a little bit of. But I me, mean, we're all a mixed pot. If they talk about a melting pot. Everybody all mixed up with it. Native. I got Native American. You got Creole. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, I mean, come on. You can look at my grandma and see that she ain't all black. That's right. That's what I'm saying. So you know if if some black somewhere along the way. Indian and black. And on that, let's, let's talk about that Ebonics thing. Uh, I, I don't know how the, you guys, how they present that Ebonics thing out there where you at, but up here, I hear that the uh, Oakland, it was the Oakland people, black folks up there, the city people, the, uh, county people, who came with this uh, Ebonics. And Ebonics is not actually a language. It is, it, it's a slang. The yeah, English language... English language, as uh, Mother Queen, Mother over there, had a, a follow, is not proper English anyway. See, what people need to get, you know, get right with, you know, every, all languages are, are derivative of Latin. So it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't bring a bell. Now, when you got Southern swang, swang, that's what they're saying is, is Ebonic. When we say you all, and you, that, that, that's not yeah. black people. Black people who are up there in Oakland and educated. Why? Why would you? I think they was put up to do it. 
you know, I think, you know, the man put them up to say, hey, go out there, you know, throw this out there and make us look. You, you, nobody look, nobody said it's wrong to be to talk countrified because that's just where you come from. But nobody is going to say that it's right and, and want to put a name on it and then, you know, and then it, it's labeled on black people. You yeah, I, I never say they put it in bar, put it in the bottle, put a label on it and just make it talk. Yeah, just like that caller they called in, he was like, well, I don't know why you're black men. Hit it and quit it. When he said, I mean, <laughs> when he said, I don't know, and you know, you know why. He sounds just like Howard Stern, right? He's like, I don't know why your black man hit it and quit it. I was like, now see, but you got to admit, everything, every, you got to love how we get down on the commercials, on the TV, on the, I don't care what it is. They got something. They got, they, they using our music. They using James Brown. They using our style, our, our everything, right, right. I was looking at uh, I was looking at the other day, uh, uh, I can't remember which uh, comedian it was that he was talking about that. Hey, we we are special people, and yes, people do want to be us. They might not want to say they want to be us, but they would love to be us. I, I, I heard some white kids saying that they they want to be white. They want to be black. I mean, and you got black ones saying they want to be white. Like white people, oh, uh, like this white dude told me. He was like, man, like one of my my homeboy Brian Jones. He's from Savannah. He moved down here when I was in high school. He, I'm, I'm, I'm the only person he didn't know in the longest since he stayed down here, right? So, this man first, he first, uh, when he first got down here, it was this white boy fucking with him. Okay, so dude said it, dude said it fucking with somebody. He trying to be black, trying to act black, all this shit. Huh? Now this man can't help. That's where he come from. You know what I'm saying? He, that all he know is black people. Right, that's right. He sat down and started mingling with us before he even started mingling with white people because it was easier for him to talk to somebody black. You see what I'm right. saying? That's right. That's right. And the, and you know what? Languages are easy to pick up because you can yeah, you could be California, hang out with somebody from Louisiana. Next thing you know, you saying you talking just like it, it, you pick it up. It's just something yeah, you pick so, up. You know, it's so not a, it's not well, a language. So I'm saying, well, old boy out there, he kept saying, he kept saying, oh. Oh man, this nigga trying to be white. Oh, he trying to be he trying to be black. He trying to be yeah, black. Yeah. So Brown was like, man, look, this motherfucker saying one more thing to me, dog. I'm gonna fuck this dude up. Who <laughs> date? Oh, tomorrow. He he told me this soon as he got we got to school because I had got kicked out of school and I was we were going to night school and he had just moved there. So you know what I'm saying? It was in the middle of the year, so he started going to night school too. He was like, man, look, the dude say something to him, I'm fucking him up straight up. <laughs> I said, man, he ain't going to do that to that boy, man. He just talked. Man, that dude fought around and walked up to Brian Twain. Mm-hmm. He's still, mm-hmm. still trying to act black. Man, Brian mm-hmm. beat the boy motherfucking bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And see, that's... I said, now, his mama wanted to put charges on him because how bad he had to fuck him up. It yeah. took us and the school to tell his... tell that boy mama but he that he started and instigated he been fucking with that man ever since he came to the school. Bullies, bullies. No, nah, he wasn't. He wasn't trying to be no bully. He was just, you know how some prejudice. Oh, oh, okay, let's shit. go. Let's go on the table. Was he? Was he kind of prejudiced? Huh? I mean, okay, let's yeah. keep it one hundred. Yeah. Because was he? Was he? Yeah. He, 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 he. 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 He was goddamn. He was. He was prejudiced. He was prejudiced because there are yeah, black people that are prejudiced against black people. 
and they're black people who are prejudiced again. I, I say that's why I tell people I, I'm trying. I got this radio station to kill the stigma of what people think about other people, people with mental illness, reason why people are homeless. I'm here to kill the stigma. They they stereotype, and so that means that we need to like what you said. Uh, I grew up. I, you know how many people tell me they like you. Why you talk white? Why do you talk white? Wait, wait a minute. I mean, what 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 is talking white? What is talking black? What is? You do, you do sound like a white girl though. But see, this okay. is because you know I'm from the south, so you know only people who talk real, only people who talk real proper like that are out of towners and 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 white folks. But see, even the white, but even the white people down here are country. That's right. You see what I'm saying? They more country than we are. That's and right. They got they got to be like. Don't sit they over cook. there. What? They can cook. They can cook too. I was down in North Carolina with my mentor. Go sit, uh, sit over there. We'll say go sit over there. <laughs> Y'all listen to country music. Well, I was. I look. I was down in North Carolina with my mentor, and uh, it was quite an experience. It made me sleepy. Huh? I don't know why. What? Country music, country music made me. Sleepy. Oh yeah, they be listening to country music and everything. I was like, wow. And, you know, they're, they're a rainbow of different colors because some of them are white as white, some of them is, is, is uh, brown as Indians. You know, we wouldn't be ain't too many chocolates. But, they, but like he'll tell you, if, you, if, if they're ugly, they, the uncle the uncle would take them into the woods and shoot them <laughs> if they was ugly. So as long as they look, you know, cute, they didn't care. But the deal is, you can't, you can't really, we need to stop, you know, uh, putting tags on people. Like I said, well, we're talking about the Ebonics thing. You, you're putting a yeah. tag. That caller who was calling in, he was saying that at the at at, at the at others' expense, and I had to tell him. See, you have to you had to give people at when I get I've been getting a lot of you know white callers, and some of them are you know I tell everybody you can say whatever you want as long as you're not disrespectful to anybody and you don't call nobody after that. So I, I got I got I get call I, I get calls from white guys talking about they picking cotton. You know, I love that kind of stuff, you know, and when I first started doing it and they started calling, I kind of felt a little edgy, but then, you know, I kind of grew into it because when I listened to them, you know, they're saying, they're saying bias, they're saying stuff like, well, the black people here, all the black people are here in this city, you know, they're in Texas, and, you know, it's like black people, I had to tell them, look, all black people aren't like that, I look at, let me tell you something, I'm, I'm, I'm black, and when I see a white man walking across the street on the other side of the street, I hope I grab my purse and I lock my door too. But the bottom line is, I don't trust y'all either. You know, I mean, hey, it's not it's not the color that I don't trust. I just don't trust you. I just don't trust nobody. The bottom line is not a color thing. It's not none of that. It's just that it's your safety and you just you know a precaution. You know, when white people lock their doors, you don't get offended because I do it to them. You know, I don't care if they walk across. I don't care if they down the street. And it's just me. Oh, I, I'm in the car. I lock the door. And if I got to run them over, I will. The bottom line is, it's just a safety thing. So we got to get out of the stigma and start looking at each other like human beings, not as colors, not as, you know, uh, I'm better than or uh, I'm a better mother or I'm a better father. We need, to, we need to start investing in ourselves. How I changed my life after all I've been through was I started with me. Instead of me picking at other people and telling other people what they do wrong, I started to look at me. And that was the hardest thing for me to do, to realize what, what, where, I, where I was. What, my kids told me I had eyeism. The reason why we were, you know, homeless, they said, Mama, you, are, you had eyeism. I said, what is eyeism? They said, all you would say was, I'm successful because I, 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 I. See, that was me then. Today, it's not all about I. It's all about we. 
all about y'all. It's all about everybody. You know, it doesn't matter. It's 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 gonna it's getting down to the case that either you're gonna be rich or poor. You're gonna be rich or poor. And then the poor is gonna get shifted out. Like they do the homeless out here during the during the uh, Grand Prix. They they should put them in jail. And you know that's just not the way it should, should be. You have enough. We have enough resources amongst everybody that has money to be able to build something so nobody has to be hungry. No children have to be on the street. You know, it, it, we just gotta get this together. But also too, a lot of people don't want to trust. Yeah, I started the first forty dollars uh, for us getting together this community. Ain't nobody else. Gave nothing else to it. You gotta want to get involved. But then also, two people are scared because they think, you know, uh, you ain't gonna do something right. Well, who's gonna be in charge of the money? And you know, of course, some of us do run off with the money. <laughs> so, about you, oh, you know, everybody knows that. So it, it could, it could happen. The deal is, we got to learn how to build trust amongst each other with ourselves first. Be honest with yourself, then you can be honest with others, and then you can help people a little bit better with realism as opposed to putting on a facade. And I like I like people to bring it real. If you're gonna come here and bring it, bring it real. You know, and if you come here and you say that, well, black, why do black people? I had to I had to tell them. You know what? I don't know anybody. On, I don't know anybody. On, I don't have not one single friend. I don't people I know on welfare. You know, he said, well, you know, he's talking about expensive other people. I had to tell him. I said, well, you know, at this current time, it's more white people on uh, welfare than black. He was like, oh, wait, well, wait a minute. It's, it's 39 white. 39% white and 38% black. I said, what? Well, like I said, <laughs> like I said, it's more white. It doesn't matter if it's 1%. You cannot see people want to define things by way the way they want to see it. You know, because that's 1%. It's 1% more. It's not less. It's more. So don't make it out to be less than what it is because you want to make a statement that, you know, you feel black people this and black people are that. I listen to a lot of my classmates from from over the overseas Chinese. They they they're told before they get here, watch out for the black black watch the blacks. All they do is steal. All they do is lie. All they do is cheat and whoop de whoop. So when they when they get a, a liquor store or store and you walk up in there, they looking at you because that's what they told. They told that before they get here. So we need to stop, you know, infiltrating our. Our, our children, them over there, they stop telling them that black people is this and that, and we need to stop saying Chinese people can't drive, and you know so forth. And you know, stop, stop talking, talking about people. Start talking to people would be the better way to do it. Talk to people as opposed to looking at someone and judging her by what she wears. Say hello, you know, get to know your neighbor. The, I, I don't make a bar no hot sauce and all that extra. Shit. I don't believe in that bar. But get to know your neighbors. Get to know your people. Because the community is, is, is can be great. These communities can be great. This this community out here in Long Beach, the the people we feed, most people think that the homeless people you see in front of the store are the are the large percentage of homeless people. No, the larger percentage of homeless people live in the dark corners. We have to go up under riverbeds. We have to find them. They don't want to be found. They don't want anything free from nobody. They don't want nothing. We have to... You, they won't take nothing from us. A lot of them say, no, thank you. No, thank you. They have the most pride and appreciation than anybody I know that that has money or doesn't have money. They are appreciative and they have integrity. That's that's why I'm here. I got to tell people because don't look at a, a homeless person and say, oh, well, they're, they're just trying to get over. Or they're looking for a free because that's what I used to think. I used to think like that. Like, oh, you know, I didn't believe in uh, panic attacks. I thought that was just another, you know, to get out of work. 
But now I, 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 I was diagnosed with it. So, I mean, don't let that happen to you, whereas you thinking that you're all that, and then you get told that you got some shit that you didn't, that you done told other people that it was bullshit, you know, and it comes back to you. And, and that's why now I keep everything real. I don't say nothing that I don't live simply because I know it comes back about you. Yeah, see, and that's that's real talk. Don't say anything that you know that's not real. Don't say anything that you don't, you haven't researched. It's a blow-up. That's my word. You going to start that out there, right? Huh? Can you hear me? You there? Hello? Tornado? Oh, well, he's he's he is there. I can see him. Are you there? Okay, yeah, he's there. Yeah, you guys need to stop class of, putting classifications on anybody. And when it comes to the kids' school, bullies, I I was teased. I was bullied. All of that need to crack down on that. Not a terrorist threat, but children should learn how to be able to play together, talk together, not feel that they're better than the other or that they're different from the other, you know, we got to kill it. And the people who don't agree with what I'm saying, it's okay. Hey, I, I, I can't make anybody agree with what I'm saying, but for the people who want to make a difference, for people who want, we can live in a world where there's not no kids being murdered on the streets and, and where, you know, people are not going in these schools and, you know, killing innocent children. All of this is some, some of these things can be prevented if we just take a time to look at a person. Don't sometimes like I tell people. Sometimes don't, have you ever saw someone and you said that person looks like they got something on their mind, like they want to do something. I've heard my mentor say that about people because he's a he's a, he pays attention to people, and I've learned to pay attention to people's body language, people's faces. If a person is frowned up and looking bad or mad or angry, say hello. Say you know, pick up your smile or just offer out a, a hand of something nice to somebody. Do something nice for somebody other than yourself. And that that seems to work for me. I see. Uh, I see that. Uh, are you there yet? Well, you just hang on there. I'm gonna I'm go ahead and check in with the time. It is 8:55 p.m. Broadcasting live out of Long Beach, California. This is your KXRW, your community connection, internet radio station. This is Gina from Gina's Groove Theory. I'd like to thank all of you guys out there. I'm gonna touch Tornado see if he's still here. I think I might have lost him. Let's see. Tornado, can you hear me? Okay, okay. Well, we're down to that last five minutes. You know i got to take it out like I always do. I thank you guys for showing up and being out here and for the support. Thanks to Blair. Thanks to Black. Thanks to all the people out there listening. Thanks out, thanks out there to my mentor. I know he's out there as well. Thanks to Felicia, a.k.a. Thanks to all of you guys. Thanks to my, my classmates. Looking forward to broadcasting, hopefully, let's say Monday from LBCC campus. So, now I checked into that. You guys get registered for school. Registration is still open. Look, four more years, you're going to have education. Get out there and get it. You need a new career. You need a new job. Get out there and get it. Go up in school. Do something that you love to do. I tell people, see, what I do now, when people say, how do you do that? You do that for free. There's nothing more giving than giving of yourself for someone else. Makes me feel good. And I think it'll make you feel good, too, if you just gave it a try. So with that, we're almost out of here. It's 9 o'clock. It's just about 9 o'clock. I love you guys. Peace. You guys have a safe night. I'll be here tomorrow night. I won't leave you this long no more. So, you know, as I I do, I'm going to take that intro. My intro is going to go out as my outro. 
Uh, and uh, I want you guys to keep in mind what the song says. It's Robin Thicke and Mary J. Blige. Ask yourself. Listen to it. This is my theme song, and it says a lot about who I am. Much love to you guys. You guys have a peaceful, blessed night. This is Gina's Groove Theory signing off. Talk to you tomorrow. Something wonderful.